What's going on, everybody? I'm Kevin from Cigar Prop, and each and every week we come to you live on the I Tap That Cigar Show on our YouTube channel. We interview someone fun and exciting in the cigar world, and then about a week later, we upload that audio to various podcasting platforms. That's what you're listening to now. We try and cut out a lot of the stuff that won't make sense because you're listening to it instead of watching it. But if something doesn't make sense and you want to watch it, in the description is the link that will take you to our YouTube so you can watch the interview instead of listening to it. But if you want to continue listening to it, thank you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the I Tap That Cigar Show presented by Corona Cigar. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the I Tap That Cigar Show. I already said that. See, we screwed up. The, I screwed up the beginning because I changed it, and I still. If it ain't it. broke, don't fix it. Kev. I know. You know, it, it's the countdown timer. That's what's messed with us from the beginning. Okay, of the year, I like added how he looked me and Karen yeah, this as if we a, had a, a countdown timer. I know, like I, we got written out of the script, and I now it's all. I, I know, and then and one then and then, word and you and then I, yeah. Out. All did right. You hit, so. Did you hit start? Did you hit the big red button? Yeah, it was running. And responsibility it's time for another I Tap That Cigar Show presented by Corona Cigar. I'm going to say it three times. Do you, want to hit, do you want me to play the intro again? No. Okay. I am your host. Welcome, everyone. Thank I am your you. host, Kevin from Cigar Prop, and I am coming to you live from the – we are coming to you live from the Drew Estate Experience Asset Studios here on the sunny Gulf Coast of Florida. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Care Viajante of Stogie Road Cigars. And then as you can see, um, Jess and Jen are joining us as well. Hello, um, Kevin. How are you? Bye. <laughs> you look handsome this evening. <laughs> care. You're supposed to pause after how are you? Oxford comma care. That's Oxford. what that means. Oh, that That's what a that little is? breath. So um, I am doing good, Carrie. Thank you. Oh, um, happy uh, birthday, Jennifer, from Christopher. Happy birthday. Yes. Uh, Jen yeah. and Care just got back from Jen's uh, birthday Vegas. Extravaganza. Yeah, extravaganza. <laughs> like, Kevin's birthday yes. intro wasn't ready. So next yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Next year. So, yes. If we did the bully show, I was going to sing to you because you sung Ooh, to me on my birthday. So, uh, what's that? Ooh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't in the, it wasn't in the notes. So, uh, I, I put it in there. You know, you know, how, you know how I am. There. With the notes, um, so what? happy birthday to you. There we go. Uh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> yes, thanks, Kevin. I feel the love. Yeah, he, that's he went off script, so you should be very, very. That, I, I did off, off uh, script. Uh, I, I actually wrote a couple of things down here off script, a last minute uh, things. Uh, Jess, off script, then Jess is going to be, um, uh, on uh, uh shirtless Mike, the shirtless Mike I show tomorrow. I yeah. That's awesome. So, Mike Mike had to find the one the one thumbnail with you showing a little bit of cleavage and use that one. Great picture, Mike. Oh, yeah. Did he? I a, didn't a, even pay attention. Yeah, the, the, thou the thousands it. of photos you have one, and Mike's like snagged no. it. Whatever. <laughs> clickbait. That's clickbait. Yeah, Mike click Holmes. Yeah, clickbait. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm excited. I love Mike. So it would People be are going like, to click because it's Jessica. Yeah, um, that that they are. Well. I don't mind going on to help, you know, help him out or, you know, if he got into a bind, you know, trying to find someone like yep. no big deal. Like uh, I'm still going to be nervous. It doesn't matter because I <laughs> don't like it. You're, not a, you're, not, you're not a secondary uh, or, or class 
what do they call those? Uh, a B? A B. A B lister. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're oh. Oh. yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. No. Top notch. That's it. Yeah. You're a Saturday yeah. night, you know, showtime girl. Not, <laughs> not, not a Wednesday afternoon buffet girl. That's no, not you. You're not, um, you're not a show girl a... that walks around asking oh, for money. That yeah, you saw that. Yeah. horrific. That's yeah. it. So, so uh, um, okay. I, 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 need you, a, I need a, I need a cigar. But first, I want to get a, a Bruce Bush over at a K, uh, Karen Burger Cigars. Uh, sent me um, over, which goes live tomorrow. Mm. Their new K by Karen uh, cigar, uh, Florida cigar passport. So inside here is uh, over eight hundred and fifty dollars in free cigars Did, uh, at various lounges I, I have here a in question. Florida. Did you ever find out if they keep them? Yeah. So so what you do is you go into um, um, all you know any one of these cigar lounges in the state of Florida, and there's coupons. Buy three Karen Burger cigars, Karen Burger or Don Kiki cigars, and receive one free cigar. And there's another coupon. Get fifteen percent off. Um, I believe if you visit like 25 of these uh, lounges uh, in the state before the end of the year uh, um, and they're all signed off on, there's an address you can mail it to on the back for a big grand prize giveaway. We'll get Bruce on in the next couple of weeks for a couple of minutes to talk more about this. But uh, if you email Bruce at KarenBurgerCigars.com, his email is in the video description uh, below, so you don't have to remember it. Um, these uh, Florida cigar passports are absolutely free. They don't cost you anything cool. um, to get to one or get one. So with that being said, it's time for the uh, Cigar Medics Humidimeter Cut and Light. Remember, with the Cigar Medics Humidimeter, you'll always know when to hold them and know when to smoke them. Oh, Jess, sure. what did you decide to smoke tonight? Um, I decided, actually, I didn't pick out of yours. This was one out of mine. Uh, the, oh, the you kudzu. have a, uh, I have the, you have um, the kudzu and the other uh, torpedo. Yeah. Oh. Mm. oh no! I'll take the kudzu and uh. Yeah, but this it sounds like it's out of Kevin's collection. For. I wanted a kudzu. My collection. He. Yeah, I, I know. I asked him earlier. Yeah. I said, "Oh, I, do you I, have I, any?" Because I was going to give him one, and he goes, "I have a bunch on the on the." I, the I, table. I love so I, I said, love oh, torpedos oh. and bellicosos. Those said, are my. Yeah, favorite. I was going to say something was right out here. To let him pick this, but then he was all snippy about how. He so you did take it from his collection? No, it's mine. I have I have a couple. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the the Southern Draw the the Jacob's Ladder because the other night. I smoked uh, uh, the Jacob's Ladder of Brimstone, and mm -hmm. God, I love this mm -hmm. cigar. Everybody gets so when they see this cigar, they get so nervous, and they get so, oh, it's such a big cigar, and, and it's called Mine's Brimstone. And mm -hmm. I, I tell people, I said this is the only cigar of the size in the industry that I um, routinely go back to. There's nothing else. There's nothing Pretty else nice. that, that big. Huge. That yeah, yeah, but there's there's nothing else in the industry of that size. I ever smoke more anyway, than once mine or twice. Was, uh, 60. Ask him. So, What's the size? Uh, it's the Presidente, which is, uh, I believe they consider that an A. Um, I remember because I wrote a blog post about it. It that was doesn't not, help me, Kevin. It was 9 by, here, give me the... Uh, is it 9, nine, is it nine, nine by uh, 50 or 52? I want to say 9 by 48. 9 by 48. Uh, skinny and long. Robert's in the back right now yelling. Um <laughs> I got the I got the cellophane on, so it's either a forty-eight or fifty. Okay. I believe wow. it's a. But this was actually my very first written cigar blog posting that I ever did on this cigar uh, the other day on my blog. Very usually nice. we just usually we just repost um, <laughs> uh, press releases and stuff. But that, that cigar impressed me so much as always. I thought I'd write my very first blog post. Oh. Took me forever. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm at 66% with the Cigar Medics Humidimeter. Um, 
So, all right. Care, Jen, what do you guys think? Yes. The Desert Rose. Desert Rose. Oh, the Desert Rose. Yeah. Nice. We're Very twinning. Smooth. Twinning. Do not say that out loud, please. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> We, we, we have one as well. I've yeah. also got a, a plethora of other. I got the uh, another the great cigars, the Cedrus, the Lancero, the Manzanita. Uh, another, I, and I also have this in the Lancero, and I have it in the Gordo. Uh, and, uh, I think, is Chris telling you the size? What's that? 9.25 by, by 47? 47, question mark? I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I think it's a 48, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Or 47.8, 47.5. We'll have to ask Robert and Sharon when they get on here. You know, Walmer has his, his yeah. uh, cigar, his uh, cigar, uh, his ring ring gauge counter in 0.5s. Yeah. Oh, in 0.5s? <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah. Yeah, my, mine's not in 0.5s. Um, so, yeah, other than that, um, let's get this, uh, let's kick this show off. Uh, we're uh, we're ten minutes in. We told we told our guests we'd be seven and a half to eight minutes. And, you know I don't like running late. So you ready? Um, uh, no, we're not ready yet. because oh. uh, uh, Care's so got to run later. Yeah, Care's got to run the uh, the video, but uh, not before. Not before you tell me. We thank all of <laughs> our uh, sponsors for making this show happen each and every week. So thank you to J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amandola Cigars. We are the muscle. Veritas Cigars, Illusione Cigars, Deep in Flavor, Deep in Your Mind, K by Karen Burger Cigars, Corona Cigar, and of course, Drew Estate, and Experience Acid. All right, waiting patiently in the Experience Acid green room is Robert right. and Sharon Holt of Southern Draw Cigars. Yeah. Green room we come. Well, welcome to the, the chaos that's yeah, happening, the, the, apparently. The, the chaos. <laughs> we're only the third show into the season, the new season. We're working out some bugs. So um <laughs> apparently I'm one of the bugs. Yeah. <laughs> follow the cue, follow the cue. That's I it. get that all the time, by the way. I was watching from the green room and I was like, she gives me the cue and I'm always putting the wrong video up. I guess it's catching her and I big time. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's it. That's it. What do you want me to do? So uh, oh the uh, uh your uh overlays for our sponsors. Oh thank oh. you, sir. Yeah, okay, thank so you. I, I usually have a lot more control over the mouse, but I'm sitting on this side tonight, so uh, I'm a little... Okay, I like how he's blaming <laughs> me and Care for for this, but it's a, it's fine. I'm just blaming Care, myself. No, you're blaming us, yeah, technically, because you just yeah. said, oh, I, I don't have control over the mouse. That's blaming me and yeah. Care. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's a, taking a, responsibility a, for our a, failures. Yeah, yes, that's I fine. Am. Thank you that's so much. That's what a good host does. Awesome. Um, so, well, so uh, uh, yeah. There, uh, yeah. So, how how are you folks doing tonight? So, uh, yeah. Now, now that you're in, you're I, right. I, yeah. That, it's, well, it's an honor. It's an honor to be here with y'all. Thanks for having us. Oh, you're welcome. And, th and this is pretty much how the show is going to go. We are pretty pretty laid back here. We don't. Uh, that's three of the when, four. When the bullies are all together, it's, oh. it's pretty much a free for all. That, 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 that's all right. it. So, so where where are you folks coming from tonight? I was mentioning before the show that I have never seen Robert indoors, and uh, where, where where are you coming from? Well, let's let's not make this uh, a uh, a habit. We need to get back <laughs> outside um, when the temperature is above thirty in Texas. But we're coming to you live from our little. Humble abode in Austin, Texas. 
Now, now you say so. Where is like I, I don't. Texas is so big. I don't know where anything's at anywhere, let alone Texas. Where is? Why is it so cold? Like we think Austin, we just don't think cold. Well, I, I think it's cold because the meteorologist told us it was going to be cold. I don't think there's much <laughs> uh, to it. But you know, think about it this way: Texas is a whole nother country, which means we've got all temperatures and seasons, right? So, so where, so where is, are you central? So so I need to picture where Austin is not pulling up. So is your central north? Where are you at? And then where are you at compared to the middle, right? Okay. The middle called central Texas. Um, yeah. So just put a little pin in the middle of Texas and you're pretty much there. All right. I was in Dallas not too long ago. Where's we're in relation to Dallas. 200 miles south of there. Oh, you're 200 miles. Okay. So I'm, right. I'm, yeah. All right. That now, still now, does now, not help now, you. I'm now, sure. It, it's not, it's not helping me a whole lot. Yeah. We'll pull yeah. a map up. Afterwards, yeah. I, I know where Kevin. South Beach is. You know, I, I remember that from you know growing up. That's where everybody fly. It was either South Beach or Fort Lauderdale is where everybody went for spring break. So in it's in Florida, not Texas. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's one reason I know where uh, South Padre here. Or South 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 Padre, South Padre not <laughs> South. Did I say South Beach. Yeah, I don't I know what South, you said. South, pa- <laughs> South Padre Island. I don't even know how to pronounce the names that, of the places. I don't. What happens when you at. start making fun of people, Kev? <laughs> yeah, that's it's it. like just it's keep on talking, Kevin. <laughs> Nothing like that vacation spot in Boca Raton, Texas. <laughs> yeah, Boca Raton. It's a little east of here, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, see, someone's even saying, "What is happening? What yeah, is ha- get it together." Yeah, we need sir. to go and find out who, who that who that who that is. <laughs> so, uh, what the hell are you talking about? He's in Florida. Back in Florida. Uh, oh Ooh. my god! All right, All right. Let, let's get let's get to our guest tonight because I, I, I Sharon, like I said you don't really do a lot of uh, interviews, so we <laughs> don't really know a lot about you. We're not going to dive deep into, into your history. But the one thing that that I would like to know is uh, how the two of you met. I don't think Robert told us that story last time uh, he was on the show. So um, how how did how did you two meet? We were both college students at East Texas State University, uh, which is now Texas A and M Commerce. And I saw him on campus. I'm pretty sure he saw me, <laughs> but I just kind of watched. And I thought, you know, that is the most beautiful creature I've ever seen. And so I followed him around, checked him out, you know, and then um, I was at the, is it the Zappa Center? Zappa Center? And I was making a phone call and he walked up behind me and he said, well, if you're calling me, I'm not there. And I Oh, looked, that's so well, smooth. God. Nice line. And I was looking at him and I felt like I was floating. And I think he said some stuff to me, but I wasn't really sure what he said. I, I heard Robert and communications and anyway, but we, we met that day and I actually needed a ride home because my ride home had, had ditched me. And I said, Hey, I work at this little, this little place called Sparky's um, in commerce. It was the only place you could make money, you know, waiting tables. And it was, it was where everybody went. Good fried food and beer, bucket beer, you know, and all that. And so um, I said, so, you know, I'll buy you a beer someday if you want to come in and say hi. He came in that night. And what? the rest is history. Oh, look at him. He's already. <laughs> what did I say that was wrong? For the record, all I heard that day was free beer. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that seems like a, like an 80s sitcom. Sparky's 
you know, buckets of beer and like, 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 seem like we've seen that show before. You yeah. have, yeah. you totally have. And, uh, anyway, that was 27 years so, ago. So, so you dated all the way through college. Um, and then, um, when did, when, so did Robert, you, did you go away to the military and you got I married? Away, yeah. I, I went away first, went back to get my uh, degrees after the fact. So, I, by this time, I had already uh, done the dirty deeds around the world, so uh, I was free and clear and uh, untethered, and uh, she ruined my perfect idea of, you know, having a harem of cheerleaders at a college, but, you know, it worked out for the better, you know. I mean, could you imagine if I had a, a pink cigar called the harem, you know, I'd yeah. only sell it like Utah, right? But, uh, but yeah, 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 I wouldn't trade her for a million bucks or two in this case. I think <laughs> I've been offered a million, that was an indecent proposal, but it, not even two million. It's been fun, it's been fun. So, so, so how long did you two uh, uh date before uh, um, I assume Robert per, uh, popped the question here again? Assumptions, um, <laughs> the short answer is like three years. Well, not yeah. quite three years, but but because I know the dates, I, I get paid to remember these things. But I remember um, <laughs> short conversation, and all I know is I was planning to visit her, and she says, "Come with a ring or don't come at all." So that um, a ring and a date, a ring and a date. Got it going, you know. You know, girls yeah. gotta make plans and uh, provided options too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you did give him the option. So. Yeah. I, and honestly, I, I, I had an old Morgan silver dollar and I just kind of. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> when, when I'm double headed Morgan silver yeah. dollar. So. Yeah. so, so what was, so what was the wedding like? Big lavish Texas wedding like we used to see on Dallas or is it something? <laughs> well, had we not seen the weddings at uh, Southport Ranch, we probably would have opted for that. But uh, actually, um, it was uh, a very quaint December wedding uh, in the Ozark Mountains um, with a witness, a preacher, uh, our daughter and us, snow flurries, a couple of resident deer, and uh, a day much like today. It was very it cold. It was an so, on yeah. our wedding yeah. day. No kidding. It was, it went from like 60 degrees to 33 or something. And we were just like, can we just get started? But it was, for, it was the, good. for the record, we're, we're quite simple people. So yeah. uh, we like yeah. simple, simple is better. So uh, you'll have to excuse me. I don't know where the Ozarks are. So where? Well, when you were in, when oh, you were in Dallas, if you just yeah. go 632 yeah. miles to the north by northeast, you'll be in the Ozarks. Oh, okay. Missouri. Oh, okay. Kevin, you know where Missouri so, is? Where the Walmart headquarters is. Okay, uh, that's Bentonville, Arkansas. We were just around the corner from there, what, yep. an hour and a half? Yep. Yep. He, he knew that. You knew There's that. Netflix which is show hilarious. Yeah, there is oh, a yeah. Netflix that, show. That, that show is amazing. Netflix called Those Arts. Did you not watch it with Jason Bateman, Kevin? Uh, I no. watched it. He doesn't watch I anything. He doesn't watch anything besides, you no. know, like, the, like ancient aliens. Those yeah. Are, I just felt like it was a, a missed business opportunity because we thought about doing meth in the Ozarks way before they did. But. Yeah. <laughs> a couple poppy fields. <laughs> I'm telling so, you. Was that, that, show, that, it's that about? show was insane. Okay, because I've seen a couple like clips on TikTok and I always wondered why Jason Bateman's character is like, so dark. Oh, but, he's yeah. awesome. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, that's, awesome. that's a great show, guys. 
He was yeah. made for those kind of roles. Yeah. Yeah, he oh, really, yeah, because yeah, he always cut, like, I just love his character, but that, like, when he plays characters like that, I love it. Yeah, yeah it suits him. He so, was in the other movie that was The Gift, I think. Yeah. The mm-hmm. Gift. Well, yeah. 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 Was like, that was good. You know, you just wanted him to get, you know, at the end, you're like, man, you're such a jerk. You deserve all that. But. That sweet Jason Bateman was oh, a jerk. Oh my god! Yes, he plays Great a good. Movie. He plays a very I'm good, sure directed to the point jerk. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. So, so, Cheryl, at what time, or, or, or you know, where did your cigar journey come into play? Were you, was it through Robert? Was it before smoking at the at Sparky's? Um, no, we didn't smoke cigars there. We smoked cigarettes which I don't smoke anymore. Um, I'm not a cigarette hater, but I mean, knowing what we know now, I just decided, you know, I didn't want all that in my body. That's been a long time ago. But when we first met, uh, we did enjoy cigars together. And it wasn't always so often, but I, I've always enjoyed cigars. I don't, um, of course, I didn't know how much I had to learn until we got into the business. And it was like, wow, this is a, this is an amazing art, a craft. Um, so it's been it's been great, and that's how it started. And then um, he was in the business world for a long time, and I was raising kids and doing my share of philanthropy and community service, um, you know, as a mom. And um, the business world wasn't wasn't so favorable for for him, although he is brilliant and has bleeding edge, you know, notions about technology and things that I can't even comprehend. Um, it was during that 2008, 2009, uh, you know, where everybody, you know, bad things were happening in the, in the market, not, you know, by any fault of ours. Um, it just, we decided we needed to do something different and we've been married for 17 years and we thought, you know, we talked about it a long time and he said, what do you think about going in the cigar business? I said, well, you know, I love cigars and, um, I think that sounds, let's just do it. So, you know. Prayed about it a lot and decided this is what we were going to do. So here we are, ten years later, which is really hard to believe. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. It, it is hard, hard to believe. I mean, it, it's been, and like I said, we beforehand, I said I, I can't believe I, when I found one of the interviews with you talking about, you know, um, uh, the the cigar, the the Desert Rose. You know, how long ago it been? It seemed like that had just just come out. And then it's been. I what, feel four, like that four was years, one five of, years. That was one of my, I think first cigars that I smoked that was like a Lancero. Mm-hmm. Right in the garage. Remember yeah, I, I remember I remember yeah. I, yeah, I remember. And I God. remember being like, I, why did you give me such a long because I am not a Lancero or like uh, any kind of like really long cigar type of person. And when I first started smoking, Kevin would like just throw different cigars at me kind of like here, try this, try this. And I feel like this was one that we smoked when I when we were still doing stuff in the garage. Oh yeah. Like six years ago. So yeah. Like or four it, years ago. Yeah. Four was it? Yeah, four like we four were still or five doing years it? ago. Yeah, I don't so know. So it's it's been it's been a journey for us too. You yeah. Know? I mean, this was one of our first cigars. You know, yeah. it was a, a smoking. Now in the garage I, after doing, the show, I'm going to go back. I'm going to find it because I know I have a picture on Instagram. <laughs> I have to oh. go all the way down and look, but I will find it. That that Rosa Sharon Lancero is phenomenal. Um, yeah. That that sort of small reengage. I mean, it, you, you think once you get it out, you're like, this is going to take me forever. To That's this. what I thought. Yeah. But it really, even being um, seven and a half inches, it's it's really a, a pretty 
pretty quick smoke. And we actually originally released it in a six and a half forty, and then we later oh. added an inch actually because our our customers were saying, "Hey, you know, we don't want it to be over. Can you give us a little more?" So we did that. Um, but yeah, that's thank you. Well, that's an honor. I'm glad you yeah. liked. I no, did, no, but no. I remember being like, why are you giving me this really like big cigar? But it actually ended up being like, I liked it because it didn't burn really, really super long, but it was just enough, you know? So I really enjoyed that size for, for that cigar. So for me. It's a great on, on that topic, I wanted, I heard you guys while we were in the green room, 48. 48. I was, I had it in my hand. I was like, I forgot all about it. And then you're, I'm like, oh my God, I forgot to ask about that. About and that one, more, one more thing. We also have a desert rose in that size currently for sale. Oh, do you? Out. Yes. Well, wow. she calls it the desert rose. If you read the caption underneath <laughs> our, our little frame here, you'll see the name of that cigar. Um, <laughs> it is called the Boss Lady. Um, <laughs> okay. so she couldn't be one up, but it is in fact a classic nine. I mean, I think a classic A is a 947, but it's a 948. Um, we don't deal in metric too much, so even numbers. Um, yeah. uh, but I, I, I'll tell you, the, the Presidente really came out, uh, and again, Jacob's Lighter, you know, obviously that's our son Jacob, and he's just in the other room. Um, and there was a purpose for releasing that Presidente. Uh, but during COVID, you know, we weren't really out there promoting that cigar. So it was, I think, slowly adopted by the retailers. And then all of a sudden, we had three years worth of production uh, coming out of the factory into the warehouse. And within three months, I think four months, we sold out for three years of what we wow. had. Wow. And, and we don't do small batch stuff. We really don't. Outside of, you know, doing something for Abe, which is an arm twisting for us. But, uh, you know, it, you know, we're talking 100 thousand cigars of that of that but we knew once we came out of COVID, it was time to release the desert rose in that size and it didn't last uh, the whole year's production how quickly did you move she moves everything right i just i talk she she sells but quick. i mean we thought we'd have the entire year and uh boy the retailers got behind it and uh it's delicious um i would be in, normally intimidated by a cigar that that long um I couldn't smoke the Presidente, but I definitely uh, can smoke that Desert Rose. Um, so how how long of a smoke is it? Um, it took me about it took me about two hours. Okay, all mm -hmm. right. Yeah, it's a commitment. That's not, that's not too bad. But I was drinking, uh, believe it or not, I was drinking a stout, <laughs> and I like a stout. I like a lot of flavor in my beer, and uh, I like it to be rich and creamy. And that cigar just. Believe it or not, I always say, even though you see that beautiful little innocent blonde wrapper and that pink label, <laughs> don't let that fool you because the Desert Rose, being a cloud run Connecticut, really has a lot more of that earthy punch. Mm -hmm. It has a little bit more Lajero, so you okay. get a little more tooth in that one than you would the original. Hmm. Now, now uh, Jen, that's what you're smoking tonight, right? Or you both are smoking. Both are, yeah. 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 Oh, you guys are, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Nice. Yeah, it's fantastic. So it definitely has some awesome. spice to it. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Tastes good. Now, now Jen, uh, um, uh, for everybody to know, she's only been smoking cigars for about two weeks now? Uh, since January 2nd. Congratulations. Wow. I, I saw the comment saying, wow, look at look at Jess go. And I was like, wow, this is, is this is kind of a, a significant moment then because, it is. you know, just started. Um, yeah, and, and remind us, we we were in the green room, but what what are you smoking this evening? Uh, I'm smoking the uh, uh, the the Jacob's Ladder 
be like a, I, I don't know, it had the, the cedar sleeve on it, so I couldn't remember if this looked like a Robusto. No, mm -hmm. that's just oh, no? Robusto. Oh, okay. Okay, and then yeah, uh, I'm just smoking the the katsu. She's the, smoking the torpedo, which the is torpedo, my favorite. Which is my which favorite. I, to be fair, I have uh, cigars in my humidor, and I pulled out a packet and I said, "Oh, do you have any Southern Draw cigars to smoke tonight?" And he goes, "I put a whole bunch on the table, like snotty towards me." <laughs> yeah. So I was like, "Okay." So I picked this one to smoke. Yeah, <laughs> which and, and, is what I know he would have liked. <laughs> And Jess, did that have a foot band on it by any chance? It did. Yeah, yeah. the, the lustrum. Oh. Yeah, and and oh. the soul vein was a little a little yellow. Yeah, it's can't got, really tell. It, it, it's, oh, nice. it's the rarest cigar Southern Draws ever produced yeah. and released. Yeah. So that's. Um, yeah, so oh, he, he, double, oh. he double missed out oh. being kind of sassy and rude to me about I, I don't, this. I don't, I don't, I don't. Kevin. You'd be sassy. <laughs> that, 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 that's it. Now, now, Jen, have you? I know Care is a huge Lancero guy. Have you gotten into Lanceros yet? I've had a couple. Well, I did in Las Vegas because at the time. Now, obviously, I've been around cigars for a long time. You know, listen to what you guys say. Care says just the cigar industry and... um Definitely you need time, and that's where I get to the point of I feel like I need to finish or because I have other things I need to do. Like a couple Saturdays ago, we were having coffee on our deck. We have woods as our backyard. It was very peaceful. I'm a coffee snob, drinking my coffee, and I'm like, I really need to go grocery shopping and get all my errands done, and um, it was a little frustrating on that. I don't yeah, have the, a bit. I don't have the patience <laughs> level yet. I talk a lot when I smoke, which is not good with care because he likes it quiet. So, but in, I know, out I in did, Nevada, I, it was I, great because it was peaceful and we're sitting yeah. and smoking. And I just, again, the whole patience level, I'm a science person, been in science my whole life. So I, I start trying to dissect it with, you know, loudly. I've, yes, I'm, <laughs> with it. I'm, I'm from New Jersey and I'm opinionated and I just, I get frustrated that I don't taste the transitions that others do. I don't taste the flavor profiles. I taste things which in my mind, since I'm so into coffee where I research coffee, like I do that, like we do with cigars and backgrounds and whatnot. Um, I try to do that as well as we're foodies and I cook a lot. So using different seasonings and spices, I try to play on that with the cigars, but I'm not, I'm obviously so new with it. Again, I'm a former cigarette patient, smoker. So patient. for years, it's been nine years since I quit smoking. And I just, I always wanted to try cigars. I felt though that I'd be ruining, so to speak, to put it bluntly, you know, not smoking for so long. And then turning 50 this year, which I turned 50 yesterday. I'm like, I need to get over that whole Thank you. That whole, you know, it's not cigarette smoke and it is relaxing and I enjoy it. And it's something we can do together as a couple. Um, I went and bought cigars today from a local shop um, of ones I wanted to try. And, you know, now, unfortunately, he knows I'm going to be shopping more, but maybe it'll be acceptable because it will be cigars. Yes. The extra, <laughs> the extra chatter in those relaxing moments when Jennifer decided to smoke cigars, I felt like Superman hanging out and, the uh, Fortress of Solitude, and, and then Lois, cracking. and then Lois Lane walks in and goes, "What are you doing? Are you smoking that? Do you know what the flavor is? I'm not getting this. Like, what's the difference <laughs> with the cut? Should it be this? Like, I, there's 
there should be a, I'm a very black and white person and very analytical. So there should be a reason of why, oh, look at the kitty. And I'm like a squirrel too. Like, oh. <laughs> exactly. Uh, look at kitty. But there should on, be a reason want... why it oh, tastes like I her. thought I, I thought a kitty walked by. I didn't know no, Robert was there. I looked at the garage I, door. I was I like, know, yeah, yeah. He's, that looks like our chunk, exactly like her. Uh, Jen, you know what, though? You talk about, like, you know, having to go food shopping and all that stuff. You can you can smoke cigars fast. There's no rule that says that you have I to sit there. And, and, and pe there are people who will tell you they're either really fast cigar smokers or they're the type that sit back and relax and really, you like, know, so, sometimes, you know, take their time with a cigar. I think it's fine. Like, me personally, when I first started, I kind of struggled a little bit, too. Like, is this... Am I smoking this cigar long enough? Like, is there a rule? And then I was like, you like, know what? I like it's the torpedoes, the pe yeah. uh, petite Coronas. It just seems like a perfect size. Yeah, the well, there you go. Allotted to it. I also... This is, this is, six, this is a 6 by 44 Go ahead and hot box it, Jen. Yeah. Just do it. Like, it's just the whole patience of... And I get bored. Like, even with watching shows or, you know, movies, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Let's watch something else. I don't know. For so me, when I have, I, I smoke in my in my car. So and so does Kevin. I so won't smoke in I know, and that's what I was gonna say. So that maybe is not an option for you. But like so, we we do, we don't care. So Sharon, what what would be some of the advice? And then even Jessica and 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 Jen, uh, what would be some of the advice you'd give uh, Sharon to some of the new the the women out there? You know that maybe like Jen. You know she's been with a, a you know Kara's been in the cigar industry for years. You know like thinking you know I may want to jump into this. What kind of advice would you would you give those women? Um, think about what kind of food you like. Okay, what kind of drink you like? If you like alcoholic beverages, you like, you know, that kind of that kind of thing. So for me, um, I kind of lean. I try to find cigars that are sort of like to play in that realm of, of flavors. Um, I do tend to like um, something with a lot of flavor, but I don't want it to be real strong. Uh, same with food. You know, Robert likes to eat really spicy, spicy, spicy over the top food, and he can smoke a cigar like that too. Um, I think you need to go easy on yourself, um, Jen. Don't expect to know everything right off the bat because um, it's going to take you a while to master what you like. And, you know, it does matter what you've eaten, it does matter what you've drank before you smoke a cigar. So I think. For me, one of the best times to try a cigar that I've never had is to, um, I don't know if fast is the right word, but just give your palate a rest for a few hours, um, drink water, and go out and, and try that cigar on that clean palate, mm -hmm. and you're really going to get a true representation of that cigar. Because I, I dove head first into dark cigars. I really, Ooh. and I love the strength of them. Um, and there was one, I think it was last week or, and also in Vegas, it had such a great spice to it that, you know, your lips are tingly and just really it, I described it as, because I like my coffee dark and my espresso even darker to the point where it's almost burnt and I need a thickness to it, like a nice viscosity. So with cigars, I like to have it where it's almost that burnt, but you're just right on that border. So it's, I thought it was odd that I went right for and loved the darker ones and then 
two weekends ago, Kara brought a couple out onto the deck and was having me sample. And I like the Candela. I really thought that was an interesting contrast to it. And his deconstructed barber poles, he said, okay, smoke a barber pole. And then I did a Candela and then the other component. And I was able, I knew there was a difference. I just couldn't say in words what that actually was, but I knew the difference was there and it was neat to then put it together with smoking a barber pole. So like I said, I'm, I've been in science my whole <laughs> life in medicine and just to really kind of break it down. It's almost like a crazy experiment theory, you know, is it plausible? Not pl like, I really, it's hard to turn off my science. <laughs> no, I, I would agree with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say that I'm a science, I'm a science girl. I would say definitely there's so much science going on in your cigar. I mean, yeah. when you think about, um, it takes 300 hands to make one cigar. Okay. That's the art part of it, but the science of the fermentation and the aging exactly. and the, the way that you keep it in your humidor. And I'm sure you guys know all about all that, but you know, it's just fine if you're just sitting there and you're, you know, I'm usually on my phone grocery shopping at Target or our local <laughs> and you know, I rarely go get my groceries anymore. I just haven't delivered them. So, you know, I'm doing that out there or whatever, but um, I think you would enjoy diving into the science of, of the tobaccos. I, mean, I do. I, I research it and I'll start the different tobaccos, like the countries I've always wanted to go to with even previous the smoking cigars where I could see the whole coffee aspect of it mm -hmm. and Kara could do the cigars. Now I just want to do both. Mm -hmm. Like we're such a huge coffee household where we only have whole beans and very, very particular on what we use uh, to bring the cigars into. And again, I cook a lot and I love to cook and the kitchen's my fortress of solitude. So to be able to pair certain foods. I'm not allowed in your kitchen. No, you're not. <laughs> uh, and I grill as well. He's not even allowed to grill. You know, oh. that, that's all me. Well, you can come visit me anytime. I, I don't like it. I'm there. I'll cook for you. <laughs> now, now uh, Robert, Robert you, you guys don't have a candela in your life. Have you ever worked with the tobacco? Um, no and yes. Um, no, we don't have one. Um Here's an interesting uh, a little tidbit. Um, this is we just finished our tenth year of production with our um, longtime partner. Most people now know him. Maybe not so much ten years ago, but AJ Fernandez, which has been our partner for ten years now. And um, even though we handed him about two reams of paper for this long-term contract years ago, we settled out of court on a handshake and a promise. And the handshake was this, uh, we will do everything you ask and do it how you ask us and deliver it to you. And then you write us a check. And if you don't write us a check or it doesn't clear the bank, we're not going to do all those things that you're going <laughs> to ask Robert because we're very particular. Yes, we're small, um, but our goal was to be very consistent, sustainable. We don't do anything really to invest time and resources that aren't going to affect the mission, which is charitable giving and service and various things, which we can get into later. But the caveat of that was AJ asked me one thing in 2013 um, that was off limits. Never, ever asked me to work with unfermented tobacco, a.k.a. Candela. Really? Uh, uh, wow. 
double chloro. He said, I'm not doing it. I'm not touching it. I'm probably allergic to it. It's the wrong color. It's the wrong taste. And there's other people that'll just do fine with it. And you just do it. Uh, and what's funny <laughs> is we've had some of the biggest retailers in the world because I have blended with it, which is the other side of it. And one or two cigars that have utilized it, I have enjoyed over the years. Um, one of which was, um, was, uh, Romacraft's version. Um, mm. And it may be, and, and, and one of your sponsors too, the Illusion, because we actually have brokers that are Illusion brokers as well. So we've had a chance to, we've smoked everything. It's not like I haven't smoked for 30 years, but um, that makes I'm going to give you, yeah, I'm going to give you a tidbit. <laughs> I'm going to give you a tidbit. In the, last, in the last four years, something I really wanted to do, what she doesn't know about is I wanted to um, celebrate the success of the Rosa Sharon uh, it's absolutely a masterful um, um, representation of her character. I mean, really, it is that beauty, that grace, that brand. It's been all about her and it always will be. But what I wanted to do was I wanted to release um, an annual release called the Irish Rose. And I wanted to do a Candela, uh, Ecuadorian Connecticut, a little play on that, a little subtler. And I wanted it to have that kind of that grassy kind of tangy on the tongue um you know flavor profile and i thought it was unique and and my partner said absolutely not we're not doing it so um no we don't have one but yes i've worked with it oh man like that would be a fantastic cigar yeah. because there aren't i say in the cigar industry i and i really don't think there's any two people that love candela more than Karen and i like everybody knows that mm -hmm. um i was just actually commenting uh yesterday i was smoking a cigar someone asked me if i ever had the um the Roma Craft of Fomorian, their candela. Fomorian. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. The 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 eight five eight or not the eight five eight, the uh, um the eighty eight uh illusione uh fantastic uh candela. Um Sharon what what is your thoughts candela? Uh, I just gotta say Irish Rose oh hell no it has to be a Boston, the Boston Irish, Irish Rose, Rose. <laughs> no, no. But before funny. she jumps in but to the comment there you know here's the funny thing is we have a, a great my book is not something I share with people, which are blends and brands and stories. And if you know us, you know that every one of these blends tell a story of influential people in our lives. And in most cases, in the, in the order in which they influence my life, right? Um, but all of these extensions of the Rose of Sharon that are in my heart, right, or in my soul that have been in the planning, friggin' Boston Scally Company is now starting to put them out as hats, as limited edition hats. And I'm looking at it going, what they do still my book, because we are making some obviously some some lids with them. But but all of a sudden, in the last two weeks, I've seen all these ideas that I had planned for the future extensions of Rose <laughs> being being captured and, and claimed by the Boston Scally Hat Company. So Ugh. somebody who did something right. But now I feel like we can't do it. I know there's no crossover, but Boston yeah. uh, Irish Rose makes a lot of sense. It, 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 it that would be that would be really good because I can tell you, be. Candela and Connecticut, and, and that if did a barber pole because we do a gringo that's that uses the Connecticut Candela together is such a great combo. Mm -hmm. It really is. And I have not very tasty. Much Candela, I can't. Yeah, I, I'm I not a huge fan. Been a long time. Been a long time. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I I am definitely the probably least. <clears throat> Yep. Candela person, like I have had it multiple. Like Kevin's a huge Candela fan, and I'm like mm, hard pass. Yeah, I'll try them, you know. But for the most part, it's just not in my wheelhouse. I just don't like the bitterness. <laughs> yeah, I liked so it just because I started smoking initially, just 
or initially it's only been a couple of weeks, just starting with the such strong, dark cigars in the big Tony, the dark barber pole to have the sweetgrass gringo to contrast. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is refreshing. So yeah. I really, and I smoke some other candles. I'm like, I, I do like it. So it, it's odd. And I know people don't like it and it's hard for me to comprehend that. Well, you're very brave as a new smoker. I mean, I wouldn't have touched a Maduro <laughs> when I first started. I was scared. So I'm still a little scared of that brimstone. Not that I should be, but it's so powerful. And, and you know, I I can but, do the Jacob's Ladder and the Lancero, but that's about as as I you know that that brim that brimstone. Um, you know, I I even you know I think I wrote my blog. I mean, it looks dark. It looks scary. It looks intimidating. Um, and it's a powerful cigar, but man, is it so well balanced? I mean, it's just it's coming not, from you. Says it's a lot. It, it, it's you, coming from me because yeah. I am not a powerhouse cigar. Everybody, everybody in the industry knows that. I don't smoke padrones because they kick my butt, yeah. and because they're too strong. And that's why the reason I don't smoke a lot of Romas because they're just too strong, but. That brimstone, and it's just, it's strong, yeah. but it's so perfectly balanced. Like you don't notice like that strength. It's just, I, I don't know what it is. Well, you, you know, for us, the intention of that cigar, um, having a characteristic that we, we put quite simply, which is bold, but approachable. And the way to achieve that for us was early on, you know, the Kudzu was our original blend, Firethorn, soon thereafter. But Jacob's Ladder was our was our uh, fourth core blend that came out. So it took all of those years, about four years, to master what we believe was the fermentation techniques of that Pennsylvania broadleaf and those selected Lajeros so that you had a naturally fermented uh, to, uh, a blend that would actually not smolder like an old tire and be spicy and bitter and black peppery in your teeth. It's not Dominican, you know, it, 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 it's Pennsylvania broadleaf, but it has a very clear Nicaraguan character of it, I think, which created a balance. I think it was the oh, age, I not uh, but moreover, it was the aggressive fermentation from the wrapper all the way to the, to the filler. And you're talking about a five-year process to make that cigar. Um, so it was almost five years since we started that project when we released it. Um, but we haven't deviated from that in any of the sizes. Uh, even adding the triple Lajero to the brimstone, it still has to us a bold but approachable kind of a personality to it. What yeah, I find you, interesting, sorry. What I no, find no, go ahead. Is that people that love the Jacob's Ladder, um, bold but approachable, but also um, smoke the Rose of Sharon because mm -hmm. it's got that flavor. It's, it's, you know, again, that light colored wrapper and that pink label, but smoke it you know it's not mild it is flavorful and bold um but it definitely has the the connecticut flavors to it. anyway i just find that interesting i learned that early on I'm like wait you like the jacob's ladder but you smoke the rosy so. mm -hmm. right. oh exactly exactly you know and when i was looking on the website you know and, and when uh when i saw that um uh, right. the, sorry i was just going to say too though but it goes back to what you said earlier about you know food like what you eat is important what you drink is important also the time of day you're smoking certain cigars i feel like is important yeah i wouldn't too. smoke a brimstone for breakfast yeah like yeah. that you know so that, sorry go ahead that's it but but i was reading it said triple the hero and i'm smoking it you know and i'm like man i wish we could come up with a different term because that term triple the hero scares so many people yeah, I, and yeah. To, but because the majority yeah. of cigars out there that are triple the hero 
they're always seem like they're under fermented. They're way too strong. You get that nicotine. And on yours, yeah. it's not your regular triple hero because it's so smooth, you know? Yeah. And, and and we we never disparage the other brand in the process of they are what they are and they they have a purpose. But yeah. it was executed exactly for what we wanted, which is a deep, dark, rich Maduro, but something that we believe everyone can smoke in some capacity. Now a little side story. I'll take up one second because oh, take your time of your of your, of your main Drew Estate sponsor there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this is a true story because he's a territory uh, manager for Drew Estate, and I wanted to compliment uh, our good friend in uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, parts of Georgia and Florida. But many years ago, when we released the uh, Jacobs Ladder Gordo, the six and a half by sixty, um, at uh, the trade show. The day before the trade show, I had seen him in, in the Carolinas before we went to Vegas. And he said, I want to be the first. And he was working at our big retail store at the time because I want to be the first to smoke the new Gordo, six and a half, 60. And I said, well, we're going to set up at about seven, you know, by eight o'clock, we're going to have coffee. So come over, you know, come over and see us before the show opens and you can be the first. And he's a big guy and everybody knows who he is. And he's probably watching the show, but um, <laughs> About an hour later, my mother-in-law says, man, there's a really large guy over there that has like three quarters of this Jacob's Ladder sticking out of his mouth. He's by the black curtains. I think he's talking to his wife, but I don't think he's conscious. But it was like <laughs> that he smoked this thing. And I said, I told you the thing. And, and I mean, popped him pretty good. But uh, I was are you, are you talking about Will? Are you talking about Will McFall? Yeah. Because <laughs> I was going to say, were you in North Carolina at Anstead's? Yeah, we, we were. Uh, it just left right before yeah. the trade show. We oh, that's funny, because that's, that's where my son, my son goes there. He, that's where he's stationed. <laughs> so yeah, well, he sees well all the time. My, uh, my sister, brother-in-law, they're all retired from Fort Bragg. Okay. Awesome. So, yeah. but, <laughs> that's uh, funny. And he's known my sister even longer for wow. other parts of his career. So Yeah, Will, it, Will is amazing. Will's yeah. amazing. I'm going to see Will this Friday. Yeah, well, tonight he and I were going back and forth, and he said, "Hey, when can we get together?" And we haven't had a cigar and hung out in a while, and uh, just he was just checking on us, and I just thought it was kind of ironic that we're talking about this cigar, and he was the first guy to ever smoke. Oh, cool! Oh, wow. And the first guy to almost pass out from the. Uh, <laughs> right on. So Karen, I, don't know, I don't know if it's an almost. I think yeah. it actually happened. I think. Yeah. Uh, now you're scared. Yeah. Of He's out on his feet. Yeah. Oh, that's so, awesome. Oh my God. So I have, to, I have to say real quick, the brimstone, albeit what it is, is also available in a Lonsdale. Oh. Mm. And with a 12 count box. If you want to try the brimstone and you're a little bit timid to try it in the 656 or the Presidente or um, please try it in the Lonsdale. It is, it is beautiful. I have smoked part of a Lonsdale and I loved it. I mean, you know, it was great. It's a perfect so, cigar. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, <laughs> when, when you start out in this industry, knowing working with your retailers and being a consumer yourself, it's undeniable that 80 plus percent of all sales are Robusto Toro or Gordo, mm -hmm. right? That combination. So we have to do those things. Um, but if you know us and know us well, we couldn't wait to get to a point where, as brand owners, we were able to put our sacred sizes, our classic thin sizes on the market. So A, the Lancero, mm. first and foremost, uh, B, 
obviously the 644 um mm -hmm. and we've tried a hundred different sizes right but but uh before this year is up we expect that all the core lines all the core brands of southern draw will in fact have an accompanying lonsdale in a 12 count box and that's all mm -hmm. about price point so that people can buy a box of their favorite size cigars without reaching too deep into the budget every month so the 12 count boxes for us are always reserved for the Lonsdale because it's a personal favorite. And may That's I shamelessly plug the Desert Rose Lonsdale 12 count dozen roses for Valentine's Day? Oh there my god, go. I did not know that. I'll That's take one. brilliant. I'll take them. Okay. That That's is brilliant. brilliant. Oh my god. I love it. So, you know, this guy's pretty brilliant yeah. over here. I just try to sell a product. Yeah. <laughs> but for the record, so she did that, you ought to give him a discount code or something. Somebody somewhere somebody can make money with it. But on the box, <laughs> if you read the box, it does in fact say one dozen roses. Yeah. Nice. I mean, if, oh, how cool it, is that? Oh, That's right. And you want to know what's really cool though, too, is that there are just so many more women smokers out there now, like mm -hmm. that are at least now like showing that they smoke cigars. I mean, I think there's been a ton of women who smoke cigars. They just have never really been in the forefront, like face-wise. Yeah, cut, well, or just, you know, it wasn't like a thing. Like social media has obviously like helped blow people up, mm -hmm. but um, like that's super, that's a cool yeah, idea. That, that, that is, and I just lit up the Cedrus. This is fantastic. I love the richness of this. I can't tell you really what the flavor is, except it the strength i love the strength of it a whole lot of yumminess it is and uh, the feel of it the side like this i, I tell you you know like i said i i and i envy jen i envy new cigar smokers <laughs> that are starting off in this journey because it's so cool i mean there's so many great cigars you know i know i don't know about karen robert when we take cigars for granted i know i do you know mm -hmm. but uh but I jen know. like I said, i'm so envious she's getting to, she's getting to try you know, Southern draw cigars with the owners of Southern draw cigars. Like, how often Kevin, does send that me some happen? cigars. I'll yeah. try more. Yeah. How, how often does that happen? <laughs> See, Kevin and I are very different cigar smokers, and obviously we have different palates, but I am, Kevin's a creature of habit somewhat, and I am, I try all kinds of stuff. Stuff that he's like, looks at me, he's like, why? And I'm like, because I love trying different cigars and seeing what's out there a lot of times i buy we go to like places and they have like no bands on them i'm like yes please i don't care what it is where it comes from like i just kind of want to have the, the experience of the, the cigar not really know anything so it's kind of like a blind like we're the smoke, same type like of shopper yeah 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 we I are just, I, just, I, I love trying new cigars i love yeah. trying to house blend something different something hard to find if there's not a band on it. It's hidden back somewhere, and mm -hmm. it looks good. I want to try it. Yeah, yeah. Even even us, you know. Yeah. Uh, for every cigar we released, there were twenty that we didn't. Um, yeah. And it is about every size, every format: round, soft box press, you know, uh, a complete box press. Um, you know, we get to try those samples, and we don't just make twenty or forty or fifty. I mean, if you look at posts over the last three or four years, you'll probably see that 80% of my posts on behalf of the company are in fact unbanded cigars. Now, as we came out of COVID up to last year, a lot, you know, 20 or 30 special projects a year. Now, the problem with those special projects, they take the same amount of time, effort, energy, and resource as a full production. So we're actually pulling way back away from doing those uh, much anymore. 
Um, but that means when we do get together, there's always uh, a little uh, tub of something without a band that had a purpose. Um, and, and consequently, I mean, what we're launching Wednesday with, with uh, Smoke In is a cigar that, uh, that was slated for full production 10 years ago. And the reality of it is wow. we, couldn't it. we could not afford to put that cigar out and sell it. Nobody would have bought it for what it would have cost. We're not uh, royalty. We're not pedigreed. Uh, yeah, we've sold tens of millions of cigars. We've been blessed, but that's not our pedigree. It's not our family. So we can't we can't charge based on that. But the cigar that's coming out special at us because 10 years ago we wanted to put it out. Uh, it won a space in the rotation. Uh, we just couldn't afford to. We couldn't afford to. We couldn't afford the tobaccos. That's it. We got a question here. Poker to sample. You can send them on. The <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, back on it. Um, uh, my buddy Dave, uh, uh, he's a he's a broker out in Atlanta. Um, I had sent you a message, Robert, and I probably didn't get the chance to see it. Do you have a Do you have reps out in the Atlanta area? Um, you know, obviously, to be clear, we have brokers, right? We okay, have, okay. Um, and uh, the reason why I didn't answer, I didn't see it. I didn't want it to okay. appear as um, calling out. A, a broker that somewhere faded into the background that's been with us for nine years. Um, so I figure I was just going to send you the yeah. contact information and let you know. And, and I have no idea um, how we, this is part of our struggle that we've, we've just spent the last three weeks on, which is how do we get our finger back on the pulse of all of our markets that have brokers for so long, because they have multiple brands and loyalties and I get it, but we have a lot of responsibility for the two or three of us here um, running the company, but uh, we really need to get back out there and put our finger back on the pole so that people know that we are approachable. We always have been, but I think they think we're too busy to respond to them and maybe mm. they don't reach out, but we encourage our retailers and even customers to go, Hey, this is where I go and we're out. We haven't had the new stuff. We haven't seen anybody, you know, uh, that's, that doesn't hurt our feelings. Actually, we appreciate the feedback. So I'm going to take that as a moment, as a teaching moment to say, Sharon and I are approachable and Alex as well, our ops manager. And we need to hear these things because a market like Atlanta should never <laughs> run out of Southern. No, because I was going to say that the, Atlanta, the uh, Atlanta cigar vibe is everything. Uh, it's it's alone up. It's <laughs> just, but it's such a cool vibe. Like, so like I, if I, if we lived in Atlanta, like it would just be like cigar fun all the time. Like Atlanta's just got that vibe right now, but. So that that would be cool. That's like, it. So, people approach. So, so Dave, if, <laughs> if you're if you're if you're if you're uh, um, uh, hawking yeah. your cigars and people were yeah. asking about Southern Draw, definitely have them reach out yeah. to uh, you know uh, a Sharon and the company, mm -hmm. and uh, maybe yeah. uh, the the broke you know you know broker Thank can you, you know. Um, well, even in South Carolina, it's blowing up. Greenville yeah. alone, there's yeah. lounges that have popped up left and right. Yeah, we probably we probably had about a half a dozen pop up over the last. 12 to 18 months. Yep. Right in our yeah. own. God bless. I think the more the merit. The yeah. For us, uh, care is that we don't knock on doors and request somebody. Care. We just don't. You know, it's, mm -hmm. yeah. it's never been our policy to knock and go, well, here, we're Southern Draw. Hey, you have to try <laughs> to think about it. Because there's enough contact, social media recognition that usually if they truly want the brand, they'll reach out. And, and the beauty of doing that is they get to work with this lady. Right. If I was a new shop owner, the first person in the world I would want to work with, sorry, it's not because I'm married to her. I would want to be treated the way she treats people. I would want to be asked about how I'm doing and the family's doing and the business is doing anything you can do way before I get an order. Right. So God bless her. I don't have that same talent. Right. 
So, um, but any shop that wants to carry Southern Draw, um, we have each quarter each year we review and we try to make sure we can allocate to open new shops and grow because uh, it's easy to get caught up with the five or 600 other accounts that you've had because we appreciate the loyalty. Uh, But if your goal 10 years ago was to at some point, God willing, and as the creeks don't in the creeks don't rise, as we say, that every retail store in America that a customer could go within 30 minutes of their home. And we're not talking about the Dakotas mm-hmm. or Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for the populated areas, you should be able to, to see a retail store, local retail store within 30 minutes to find Southern Draw. And if not, mm-hmm. we failed, right? So we need to get back to focusing on making sure that we're uh, fulfilling, you know, um, that, uh, that, that need to get some real estate so that people have it convenient and they can support local shops and you can yeah. go to our website um our a shout out to our our web designer uh, jonathan gollins he actually de- developed a map so you can go on there and poke in your, oh, your code and you can find a shop that carries southern draw on that map so nice. you don't have to yeah and we're, we're in the process being the new year of updating that list and making sure it's correct for our customers uh, but That's yeah awesome that they nice. necessarily yeah. care for everything, but they do have Southern Draw. So, right now, Sharon, how often do you have you? Uh, I'm sure you've gotten down to the factories before. You know, um, how often do you get down to the factories to, you know, either learn new stuff, see how the cigars are being made, tinker? Uh, I, I do yeah. want to just interrupt for one second. We are we are going to ask a question about these. The Piccadilly, yes, yes. Yeah, just it, hang tight. Just, we'll, that, that's, that's coming, coming up, up shortly. <laughs> okay, sure. So the. Uh, when we first started, I mean, it was head down, you know, processing orders. I did not have a mobile office at that point um, for the first probably four four years, and so I was really kind of anchored to the home office, you know, not the home office, the, the office and home office now. But um, and so I didn't get to go to the factory. And then when I was ready to go, there was civil unrest, and it was kind of dangerous for probably what couple of years maybe um where robert didn't feel like it was the right time and then miraculously i got to go in november of 2019 right before you know COVID. and it was wonderful i mean i just i found myself in tears the whole time just thinking these incredible people make our product and if they didn't do a good job we would be out of business i mean the blending is obviously very important but the the construction of the of the tobaccos, the aging, all of those things. I mean, I just I did. I gave a lot of hugs and kisses, and it was it was such <laughs> a wonderful event. And um, I was able to be down there for a week. We stayed at the at AJ's place, and it was phenomenal. And I encourage anybody that has an opportunity to go to a factory to jump on it. Go. It's yeah. just. I mean, it makes you appreciate being a cigar smoker even. As my pastor says, on a whole nother level. I mean, you just you just are in complete awe when you see um, the magnitude of production. Have, have you tried tinkering? You know, like like taking some tobaccos. I, and I was quick. You know, I I'm terrible. I mean, I I tried to roll a cigar. Uh, Don Elsa helped me, and you know, mm-hmm. I think if I were in there for a few days, I'd probably get the hang of it. But just it's hard. Work. It's just hard to roll. You know, if you, you probably know being that you're, you know, in this, you enjoy cigars and you, you enjoy the, the education part of it. Lanceros are very hard to make. Mm-hmm. 
to have people that are skilled on a um, higher level um, and their hands have to be able to, to wrap that cigar perfectly or it's going to, it's not going to burn right. It's not going to taste right. So you're not going to get the right, you know, all of our cigars are draw tested um, for 40 pounds of pressure, but you know, just to, to have the, the, the few people that make our Lanceros, I mean, it's, it's an honor. And you I know, you, you said something that I have asked a thousand times and no manufacturer has ever told me what they draw test their cigars to. And I, and like, I don't know if it's a secret or if they don't know, but I'm like, what do you draw yeah. test to? Maybe I wasn't supposed to say that. But. <laughs> for, for the most part, it's not a secret. It's mo I mean, most standards are a batch testing, not a every cigar, um, which I couldn't imagine if I made 25 or 30 million cigars that we <laughs> do it either. Um, but there's always a tolerance, right? I mean, if you understand, you know, a magnahelic gauge and its purpose, you know, to, to measure airflow, um, from point A to point B, and you got all these different sizes, which means you got to have all these different vacuum tubes, right? You got to have something for everything. So if you're a major factory owner and you make cigars for 20 companies, think about the amount of labor it takes just oh, yeah. to test those, right? Yeah. So to be an exacting standard is a very difficult proposition. But for us, if you're going to build on, on something, consistency has to be it for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then sustainability was a secondary uh, focus. So for us, it started that way, and we've been able to maintain it that way. Um, but you really go into the production planning and forecasting of every single cigar in size to make sure that you get the consistency that you're trying to do. You can't just shotgun blast and say, I want all these cigars made in all these blends and sizes. Go. doesn't work that way. You've got to be very hands-on, very direct on what you're trying to achieve for every single cigar. Um, but for us... 40 pounds may not be perfect for any of the six of us on this, um, but it's perfect scientifically. And if it's perfect scientifically, um, it's something we can replicate. And that replication creates the consistency that we strive for. So to say that, you know, 36 or 35 to 42 pounds is achievable and tolerant, uh, that's fine. It's great. Some of us like looser. Some of us like tighter, smaller cigars. We don't want them so tight. Bigger cigars, we, you know, maybe you, you want them tighter because they'll produce a lot of tobacco. But for our blends and our sizes that we chose, it is optimal in our experience uh, to really stay to the 40 pound. Uh, now, okay, so so it's 40 across, you know, whether it's a Lancero or a Gordo, it's, all, it's always that same Correct. You know, 40 pounds. Okay. Correct. Correct. So, I don't know yeah. if you have seen any of our early advertising, um, but we used to have, we used to say, I don't even know what the hashtag back then, I don't think it was, but it was simply perfect draw because that was, that was what was important to us. And, or one of the aspects that was important to us is, is that consistency. So, I, I'm mm -hmm. such a nerd. I want a draw tester just so I can start cutting some cigars and you just, <laughs> you know, it's like, I just want that, you know, just, just for the sake of that's having just, it. That's your new job. You know, that's, that's it. what just, you need to you do. Know, I'll, I'll cut the cap and then put it on there. And that's one more piece of knowledge that I don't need. I know. You know? Uh, <laughs> somebody, had, somebody had a question. How did you make the Rose of Sharon Lancero in a box press? Great cigar. Very smooth. Uh, great question. Um, well, any, just like any other box press cigar that we have, um, every cigar that Southern Draw makes is a round cigar. Number one, every cigar. 
Um, and then over time, we've decided the Rose of Sharon is, a, in fact, a softbox press. So it's about one half the pneumatic pressure that it takes and about half the time that an extreme or a full box press takes, i.e. the kudzu uh, bellicoso or the kudzu uh, box press cigars. Mm -hmm. um, so at seven and a half by 40 round uh, cigar, it takes about a 24 hour process with with a couple of rotations to, to ensure that soft press without being too extreme. And why not extreme? A, it would be a little bit too tight in a Lancero format. And B, it would crack that very thin wrapper. Even with the heavy binder behind that, um, you need a softer press on that to be a better experience. And, and, and that's, you know, intentional for us. But um, if you haven't seen a factory tray, we'd be glad to, uh, matter of fact, I can go get one right now. I'll go grab a factory tray and you'll understand how we place the cigars oh, into that sweet. tray. Uh, just real fast, uh, we are going to do a little sneak yeah, peek. Yes, Ryan, we'll we'll be we'll be talking about the 2023 <laughs> yes. release uh, here towards the uh, the end the end of the show. Everybody's got some really good comments yeah. and questions tonight. You guys I want a very talking. clear sign, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here you go. Here's some oh. more science, right? All right, factory tray, right? Just a little over a quarter of an inch in depth all the way around. This is actually the Desert Rose Lonsdale, which is round, and that was intentional. So what we would do for that question is we would align these with the round Rose Lanceros. We would put wooden slats in between each one of those. We would stack these trays horizontally, and then we would apply manually via the device manual pressure, which I'm not going to reveal exactly how much pressure <laughs> yes. process is for that. Uh, and then that would be uh, rotated four times each time we would turn that cigar, which gives it more of a rounded, softer approach in this particular cigar. Others, we apply twice as much pressure for twice as long to get that, that uh, shape to hold. But it is all done manually, no machines in this case. You know, and and talk and, and talking with uh, one and, and and he's and he's no way he's watching tonight. You know, but one thing, and I won't mention his name, that he told me uh, the the number like the the biggest where Lanceros go wrong, especially a, a Lancero or a box press or even a soft box press a Lancero, is that turning. You know, if you're if you're turning them, it's so easy to twist that cigar as you're pick, yeah. as you're picking it up. You know, you're picking it up, you're turning it, and if your hands if your hands aren't the same speed, you twist that cigar a little bit. You do that four times. Now you have what we all have experienced is a completely locked up coffee you know, straw. You know, let, <laughs> let, yeah. so, you, know um, you know, Kevin, when we we first decided to put out the Lanceros, obviously we, we tried a lot of things. What is a classic Lancero? Seven half by 38. Um, what we found, and we did do seven, six and a half, seven and a half, 38 Lanceros and all the samples. Um, but if you really want to address the two concerns that we have as consumers, which is quality, the smoking experience of a Lancero, can you be consistent with that cigar? What we found with our blends is, for example, Jim is smoking the Cedrus Lancero. Everything is a 40 ring gauge because what we found with our cigars is a little less temperamental. Uh, it expanded the amount of buncher rollers in the factory that could actually make that cigar and make it consistent. But more importantly, if you smoke the Cedrus or the Rose of Sharon or the Kudzu Lancero, they are all, in fact, box press. Mm -hmm. uh, now, the Firethorn, um, the Jacob's Ladder, 
However, there has been a Jacob's Ladder box press Lancero, and we just made a bunch more. Uh, and then the Manzanita, those are all round, and it's, it's not a happenstance. There's a reason for what we've done there. But the 7.5 by 40 created the optimal size for the process that we've employed for our particular uh, blends. So that's why we chose that. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I had to go get my sweater. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say you no, were in a T-shirt. Not no a problem. Uh, and something you and you just spoke about Jacob's ladder, yeah. and uh, and I know you've you've talked about this before, but for 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 this person and anybody listening, uh, the name Jacob's ladder. Where where did that come from? Um, well, first of all, Ethan Jacob. Jacob is our son. Um, and for those people that don't know, um. He's about what six three now. He's he's been off, <laughs> but he's a, he's a big, bold, strong kid. Um, and as I said before, the only thing I had left to give this world was use tobaccos and our branding to think and to acknowledge very influential people, right? So some of those were military community uh, globally. Some of those were the communities that supported our military and our bases and the challenges that a lot of us had during that time. Some of them, if we're lucky, are our best friend and spouse and business partner, which is Rose of Sharon. But what we want to do, what I wanted to do, because this was not an arbitrary, nor was it a community decision. Um, we talk a lot about uh, new generation being softer or more selfish or lazy or, you know, uh, they have an alternative views on how things should be done. And I, and I, and I see this and I've seen it for many years, but now at almost 23 years old, what we realized and what I realized was that we had a son that was bold and he was approachable. He still had that sweet element for a big, strong kid. He didn't have that, that cockiness that a lot of the people that I saw his age had, but but he also had that heart of service, that heart of gold, what we call that old soul, where he wanted to take care of everyone, no matter who they were. Um, it was, it's, it's something that he got from this lady. Um, but uh, when he was given the name Jacob because of the biblical reference. Again, um, Jacob, it, it, and I was just looking at the art when I went in to get that tray on the wall for the Jacob's Ladder. Um, the original art from that is um, owned by the Vatican, and it's a reference to Jacob's dream. Jacob and Esau. So Jacob had a had a dream of these angels climbing up and down the ladder. And it was they were coming to explain to him that he had a role and a responsibility that was greater than himself, which was for all people to be the leader of all. And uh, we always envisioned that Ethan, Jacob, someday would take the helm, take Southern Draw into the new generation. We'll reach our generation like all of us are here. Uh, but we wanted to at some point be able to let Jacob um, take the lead, take the helm and, and control uh, the future of where this, this brand and, and the message is going. So um, the cigar was named for him, but he was named for something even greater than that. That's awesome. That's That's great. Great story. That is awesome. And then, you know, going into the biblical, you also have another biblical reference uh, on the uh, the Rose of Sharon. Uh, was it a Sol Sola de Gloria? Is that, is that how you pronounce that? Sola so de Gloria. So, so what, what does that, what is the translation and what does that mean to each of you? Does it mean the same? Does it mean something a little different? When we first were designing the brand, the brand, I said, you know, I, I, I would, we would be amiss to not give our creator a nod at least for bringing us together 
for inspiring us and for, you know, because if that's not first, nothing else matters. And so I think that originally, we didn't realize, I think at that time, how much that would really resonate in our marriage and our business and, and ultimately how close we are now. Um, you go back 10 years ago, man, I mean, we were crazy going into business together, my husband and wife, but through God's grace, you know, we've, we've um, separately, you know, become closer in our faith and it's, it's made a huge difference. And so, so Lady of Glory is to God be the glory alone. <sighs> gotta give him, gotta give him credit because it's very important. And for us, it is the most important thing. So it is what we start our day with. It's how we get through every day. It's, it's instruction. It's, it's promise and it's, um, grace. And we all need a lot of that. Um, I know I do. I'm very hard headed. He won't tell you that, but I am. Oh, she's worked. <laughs> um, did I, did I miss that point earlier? Yeah. I mean, to use what he's asking. Um, so. And I'm not going to expand on it too far because you covered it well. It does in Latin. You'll notice that the, the cigar industry um, utilizes a lot of Spanish references because of the history, tradition, culture, pedigrees of, of the godfathers, kings, and queens of this industry. Um, and we've referenced that. And we've always wanted to be, uh, you know, on our own path. We want to feel like we're a burden that we used, abused in any way. We want to do something unique and special. We want to honor very influential people. Um, and we want to support this humble, hardworking art of Nicaragua, Honduras, the Dominican Republic. And we can go on and on and on. Um, at the end of the day, if you want to support food, shelter, clothing, education, healthcare, let people truly express themselves, and then you sit down and you burn what they created and they have to do it again, that's perpetual. <laughs> that's called perpetual. And so working together here today and all your audience, we're perpetually creating opportunity for the next generation to have food, shelter, clothing, education, healthcare, and maybe hopes of something else, right? Uh, so I can't think of anything else in the world that takes more um, cooperation than the simple art of, of, of what it takes to create a cigar. So that's number one. Number two, uh, Soli Del Glor is not just on the Rose of Sharon. On all of the core blends of Southern Draw, it is there quite visible. Um, most of those uh, have a reference that are biblical and or in a Latin biblical reference, i.e. the Cedrus, um, uh, even Manzanita. But uh, when I first came out with the Southern Draw bands, it was a single band design. Uh, I thought we would have the kudzu and the firethorn blend uh, and we would do our best and we'd make 50,000 and we just hope everything was going to be okay. Um, and right there on the band had a little text, a little font that said Soli Deo Gloria, kind of in that Georgia font, which is what our what our font really was because it was Southern. Southern. And, uh, <laughs> and my wife looked at it and said, that ain't going to get it. I need it bigger and I need it bolder. I need it prominent. I need it right there in the middle so everybody sees it. So um, not ironical that she got her way and it's there because <laughs> this is the end of what I wanted to explain. For the first 17 years of our marriage, coming out of the military, coming out of college, I worked for some of the largest wireless telecom companies in the world. I saw the top of the mountains, but I also saw the bottom of the valleys. In doing that, we were entrepreneurs. We created incredible wealth. We lost incredible wealth, all of it my fault. 
and that's okay because I can I can acknowledge that. But making a decision to do something together was so that we had balance, so that we had somebody we could depend on, somebody that we could trust. And ultimately, the reason why that print is so large on those bands is it's a daily reminder to us and more importantly to Robert that the priorities must be in order. All the priorities I thought I had before, they're out the window. So we will we get a lot of pressure from this industry. There's a lot of standards and norms and people think we've disappeared. We've grown every year. We've been blessed, but we have a lot of responsibility. But the most important responsibility we have is keeping our priorities straight. Whether people agree or don't agree, that's why it's there. You you had mentioned the uh, you know um, uh, the the telecom uh, business, and I said and marriages go through a lot. Um, I remember Robert, you were telling us uh, uh, last time you were on the show, you know about you flying home back home to Austin from Kingston, Jamaica, you know to tell Sharon that you know you guys had lost or you had lost everything. Um, I remember you saying you're sitting you're sitting down you're eating tacos you're having a drink and you're and you're having to tell Sharon you know, that everything was gone. Sharon, what was going through your mind at that, that time? He's telling you that. Cause that's, you know, money is the biggest relationship breaker nowadays. You know, d- did you think that, you know, I, I don't know, like what, just what was going through your mind? If you don't mind me asking. Ooh, I have to think that. Um, I tend to be, I'm not a worry wart. I think that is because I do have a lot of faith that, you know, you've heard it said when uh, one door closes, another, you know, a a window will open. That's been my experience. Um, I don't think money is the most important thing in the world. Um, I think it can corrupt. Um, I think material objects can cloud your life. Um, We had come through a lot already financially and I just, um, I think I'm a problem solver. So I think we just sat there and we started talking about what are we going to do? What are we going to do? You know, and, and we're not going to go hungry. We have family. We have, you know, if it came down to it, uh, we have people we can reach out to. So in that moment, I think I do what I normally do, which is what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Is anybody going to die? No. And, you know, I always kind of put it in that perspective in the cigar industry. If a customer calls me panicked. I don't let that resonate with me. I say to myself, and this may be a selfish thing to say, but, you know, God, I, I trust you. And, you know, nobody's going to die over this. But when you're talking about a financial blow like that, um, yeah, it's 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 unsettling for sure. And uh, but we we definitely it, it made us put our pencil down and really what are our skills? You know, and I think um, this is a testament. We didn't know each other that well at that point. And it wasn't until we started working together that we realized our gifts, you know, what are you good at? What are you good at? And at the very beginning, it was like, okay, quit stepping on my gifts and I'll quit stepping on yours. And this has kind of, you know, and that's why I'm not on camera a lot because um, he's really good at that. And I love it. I love the one-on-one with customers. That's really my bread and butter, but you know, it, it, it sharpened our skills and it sharpened our relationship and it, it helped us to appreciate each other. So at that moment, it was a little scary, but it was all for a bigger purpose that we could have never, ever seen or imagined, which is, for instance, sitting here with you guys today. I mean, this is this is such a, an amazing experience, and we feel very grateful to be here. Per- per- 
Perfect. Yeah, we love having you guys on. This is amazing. Yeah, you can pop that up there. We talked about that before um, on the last show, Robert Caldwell. And that's just the, the, the you know, doing, you know, favor using the term Manzanita. Um, you know, oh. and, the, you know, uh, would you ever do a collaboration with Caldwell? Have you guys ever done a collaboration with, uh, with another? <laughs> well, a couple points here. Thanks for pointing that out, Dan. I think it's important. Mm -hmm. And for the record, um, you know, Caldwell's another one of the brands that we have shared brokers around the country. So we're very aware of what everybody does and how they do it. But what he wasn't aware of is when we first came out, Manzanita was one of those very important stories that we were going to tell at some point in time. And the tobaccos and the blend needed to mature that whole 4,000 year history of actual tobacco use. People argue all the time who gets credit, who was the first. Well, the Paiute Indians, in fact, were the, the oldest culture to ever smoke tobacco. Um, and that's what the Manzanita is. So because Caldwell had released a single size of a cigar that he called Manzanita once, we did reach out. He immediately said, yes, absolutely. I, you got a brand behind it. Go do your thing. Um, so thank you again, Robert, for, for allowing us to yes. do that without any, you know, any. Uh, Robert's any a good dude. Yeah. Um, and then the second part is the real answer that everybody wants to hear. I believe that every cigar that we and everyone else produces, and I mean everyone, is a collaboration. Nobody is the end-all, be-all, alpha, omega, giant of the cigar industry. I don't care how pompous, how much pride they have, how much they want to claim. You know, listen, they're all collaborations. Nobody did it all by themselves. I promise you that's never happened. And it will never happen, thank God, right? Um, because the masses is what makes this beautiful, the touch of every single person. Um, but... If Robert Caldwell and there's a few others, you know, came to us and said, let's collaborate. Absolutely. We would be honored. We would find a way. Um, but it's typically it's not something that we typically see. Um, there's a lot of collaborations, quote unquote, where you're making exclusives for retail partners or whatever. It may yeah, be. yeah. But it's rare that somebody like Robert or Skip and Mike are going to come to Robert Holt and go, hey, collaborate with us. They don't need me to collaborate. Could you imagine yeah. if Steve Sock called me and go, say, Robert, come to Everybody would faint. I would know you're imagining it just for a moment. Um, it's just not a common thing. Um, and I have actually pitched collaborations to a few folks because something they did and something they were doing that really resonated with me where I said it and they were like, we don't see any value in doing it. Okay. And that's okay. Um, yeah. but, uh, but, they're, but, but it's all a collaboration. Um, but uh, we typically don't turn out opportunities to create uh, a new, new, beautiful symphony of something that people can enjoy for years to come. But it would be fun. Oh, I can only imagine. Like I said, it was and Robert's such a great guy. He's you know, he, you know, rub some people the wrong way, but that's just Robert. You know, he's a. You he's can't a, please everyone, and if you try, no. you're gonna fail no matter what. As long so as you're you genuine, keep, be yourself. Yeah, just keep doing what you need to do for for yourself and be a good human being. That's. Yep. That's what it should be That's about. It. Just be a good <laughs> human being. That's <laughs> That's you ain't for everybody, but there's going to be a lot of well, people that like you. So, yeah. And if you don't rub people the wrong way, you'll never know how to rub them the right way. Right? Yeah. That's it. So, I right, so, cleanly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Robert. All right. So let's, let's move got, on. Well, I got a great visual just now. <laughs> yes. So Jessica, let, let's grab our, our, our bin of questions. Let, right. Let's move on.
the benefit so, uh, uh, here comes the fun part so, so some 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 lightning rounds so, let me reposition some, myself for this he one he put in some hard cards in here and print off so i'm a little scared that's it there so, we go so, so i have the no first, idea what yeah I, I don't even have any them. idea what these what these the are. trivial pursuit cards in there jess oh, yeah. they, <laughs> make the purple they, they look like this yeah so all right export of albania um <laughs> so th this is for the spouse so you're going to answer for your spouse what's oh. their most prized possession or the item they'd save in a fire apart from you oh so, Robert, what is Sharon's most prized possession that she would save in a fire and, and leave you in, in bed with? <laughs> or for? Well, it's a tough one, but I would imagine that her little box of heirlooms for the kids and their youth and their birth to whatever point that they didn't need to be in that, that uh, memory box anymore. But I would imagine it would be something that she could visualize for the future. It wouldn't be anything I gave her. Uh, so that's what I'm. <laughs> there might be a few of those in there. Um, he would grab as many fly rods in one hand, and <laughs> many fly flies in the other, as he could, and you know, run out the door. Is my best guess. So uh, all right, How about K Karen Jen, you can go first. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's I think probably the cat. Yeah, oh, she probably the no, cat. The cat would be left and, le and, and leave me there. Either the cat or the coffee pot. Either coffee or. pot is more realistic. My French press would be in hand. Yeah, oh, happy burning, but the the French press would be, you know, it'd be safe and secure. Good choice. You, uh, Lord, um, probably your uh, travel humidor case would be going out yeah. the door yeah. with you. It's always packed. It's always packed and ready to go. That's his oh. bug out bag. Yep. I'm going to watch his I'm watch go house burn off, sit and smoke some cigars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Jessica, I don't know what oh. you would, Yeah, you know, I, I don't know what you would grab. Um, I, I would, I thought you would have said probably it fast. A, uh, your Edgar Allan Poe uh, collection. No, I would grab my kids. My oh, kids, oh, my Jessica. Of course, <laughs> Jennifer would grab Joseph I would behind. probably run to Wyatt's room, grab him, then grab my daughter, and then the and, then, and then call me on the phone. Hey, Kevin, <laughs> the house is on fire. Fire, Kev. Sorry, I, I like, and if Graham was here, or I would grab him too. It would be my kids. They're and then coming, the you're basically last on the list, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. sorry, they're coming. Uh, okay, uh, you would be. I was gonna say all the cigars. You yeah. would just be throwing yeah. all these cigars in a bag and. I'm my, it I would say my Daniel Marshall humidor. <laughs> yes, that's what I would. That's what I was going to guess. Probably, yeah, yeah my, Dan, my Daniel Marshall humidor. The only other thing I thought of was all those stupid coins you've collected. Oh my god! No, I gotta grab the coin. So I've been so those state quarters, you know, that they've been producing for like twenty years. I have all of them. I have like five books full of them, and it's it's dumb that I collect them. I spend twenty dollars on fifty cents. You get two yeah. coins when they're released. And I have thousands of dollars that's only worth fifties of dollars. Fifties of dollars. Yeah, that's it. You guys got me to thinking, what about your computer? Because I don't know about y'all, but I have a lot of photos on my computer. It's all saved on the cloud. Everything, I do everything on my phone. 
I have a CPU old school <coughs> tower and cause that's what I started with. Right. And I was thinking, yeah, you know, heirlooms are important, but pictures, you know, they're all digital and I'm going to print them someday. Like we all say we're going to do. Yeah. I have a ton of backup <laughs> pictures in, in yeah. the storage uh, building. The one thing I can tell, uh, Sharon, uh, backblaze. Backblaze. Yep. I think I pay like $50 a year and it's constantly backing up. Like it backs up five hard drives for me. So okay. if, if yeah. something if something went bad, they'll actually mail you a hard drive and wow. then, like a physical yeah. hard drive that you can plug That's into another cool. computer. So. I have, yeah, I, I have an I, have a, I don't know. I have an external hard drive which I could probably yank out and run. But um, anyway, you better to thinking now. Thinking about <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, de right, definitely. This is one of the hard cards. Cloud, cloud I don't know what, where these cards came from. So all right, um, when you wake up in the morning. What is your number one priority? We're going to start with Care and Jen. Care, what is your number one priority? My, oh, oh, my answer for Jen? Yes. Or no. Uh, yeah. Oh, you answer for yourself. Yeah, we'll say. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, oh, the, oh, these are from the podcast deck. Okay, so, I'm like. So these are for yourself. What is your number one priority? <laughs> when I wake up in the morning, I got to eat breakfast. <laughs> I'm miserable until I have a bowl of Cheerios. It's a, I have to eat as soon as I get up. Nice. So that is your number one priority. Number oh, one yeah, pro as soon absolutely. as I get up, I, I go downstairs and eat something. Yeah. He was miserable when we were in <laughs> Vegas and we had to, um, we had something to go to and we didn't have enough time for him to get breakfast. I grabbed coffee at Starbucks. There was like five Starbucks in the hotel. It was fantastic. <laughs> so I'm like, I can get you coffee, but he didn't have anything to eat. Talk about hangry. It was horrible. <laughs> Horrible oh, yeah. that he didn't have it. For me, it would be coffee. If I don't get that coffee going immediately and have that first cup, day's done. No one wants right. to be around me. All right, Robert, what's your number one priority when you give up, get up in the morning? Well, there's a 99.9% .9 chance that ain't happening. So we'll move on to 1A and B. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> oh my god! This is hilarious. Now we have two different honest. visions, um, Robert. So all, all the men in the audience. Are so for ninety nine point nine percent of the days, where no is a hard response. Um, I I always have a, a, a coffee and a cigar. Always. I mean, I, I don't care the weather, temperature. As you know, I'm usually outside, but I will have um, almost always a sample of something I'm working on. As Sharon said earlier, a fresh palette. And uh, I'm gonna have coffee and a cigar, or nothing will get enough. Nothing, absolutely nothing. All right, Sharon? Kevin and Jess. No, no Sharon. 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 Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's not that exciting, but I usually um, I'm a health nut, so I wake up and I drink a big glass of water uh, just to get my metabolism going, and it uh, then I make my first cup of coffee and. I take it leisurely for about, you know, I do my Bible study and I take it leisurely in the morning and then I get my day started. So. And 0.01% of those days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, Jessica. My number one priority is, is weird because I have to think of others before I think of myself. So it's always the dogs. Get the dogs outside, go to, in the, you know, get kids up, go make lunch, go to the bathroom. If there's time, those are my morning priorities. <laughs> just stared at you like, yeah, like yeah. Well, wow. I feel like, how else do I answer that? Like, literally, I'm still, I have teenagers. Like, they got to get, get out the door. Go, get, get. 
like been there, been that. Yeah, okay. so two kids. I yeah. remember those days, and they'll go by fast. They, they do. do. Like my oldest is twenty four, so you know I don't oh, have to worry okay. about him. Yeah, he's in the military. He's he's someone else's problem oh, now. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, but then you know the two the two other ones and, and my daughter she'll be a senior next year so like she they're self sufficient for the most part but my youngest son has Down syndrome, so you know we he has other needs that have to happen and so yeah and then we have two rescue dogs that are just as needy and uh yeah everybody else comes before I do your first priority Kevin I, I, you know I, I actually actually I, I, you know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little deeper because it is something it's, it's something that I think about first thing in the morning and it is something I think about right before I go to sleep so when I wake up in the morning it's like you know am I gonna make a difference in somebody's life today and then right before I go to bed did I make a difference mm -hmm. in somebody's life today and it could be too. something because I'm a mechanic so I you know uh, for my day job and you know I, I like making people's la laugh I like you know, telling jokes. I like in, you know, I'm, I'm a nerd. So a knowledge. Yeah. So, Sheldon. so yeah. So, you know, who, whose life am, am, am I going to make better wow. today? And then at the end, of, at the end of the day, you know, thought, yeah. Who's, you and Jess have like these deep first thoughts. I'm jealous of Robert's high statistic of 0.01. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 That astronomical, <laughs> that astronomical you know, yeah. number. Those, those yeah. odds. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right. That was a, that, I could see that about you, though, because right. that's your problem. Me or him? Oh. But just so you know, Care, you and, and, and Wyatt are both having a big bowl of Cheerios. I'm just eating Cheerios, Cheerios like a every day. Trick I you know. Kevin's in deep thought. I know. Yeah. Kevin's yeah. wanting to make a difference. All I, I, I want to do is get the almond milk and the yeah. Cheerios yeah. and not yeah. spill yeah. it. I just want my coffee. <laughs> Oh, uh, oh, here, here's a, here's a good. No matter thing. how you start your day, you gotta be grateful for everything, even the hard stuff. That's yeah. what makes life worth living. Well, yeah. that, that's it. You know, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Lee Mac Nine Twelve. He's a great uh, cigar reviewer, content creator. You know, at the end of every one of his videos, he always tells everybody, when you wake up every single day, you got to tell yourself it's going to be a great day. The subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between a lie and the truth, so you might as well tell it what you want it to hear. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a great day. Yeah. So, sure. All right. On that, what is the one thing they're most likely to end up in jail for? Is this answering for the opposite? That's answering oh. for the opposite. So um, we'll start with Jessica. What's the one thing that I would I would most likely end up in jail for? Oh, why did you have to start with me? Okay. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, who gets to go first? Yeah. Um, that's hard because you are, like you said, kind of a nerd and you're kind of a stickler for rules. You're not really a rule breaker. Like, he's the most straight edge person I've ever met in my life. And you wouldn't know that by looking at him when I first met him i was thinking oh this guy he's like gonna be rough like a rough per no biggest biggest nerdy person i've ever met in my life and i was like have you done anything bad ever like nothing um so this would be that would be tough maybe maybe rubbing a cop the wrong way by trying to school him on what he should know i mean i don't know what you would do wrong you're not really you're not trying to break any laws i, I would say maybe speeding no there I, you go speeding. yeah i, I you would say the, the, probably the only thing i'd end up in jail for uh mess with one of my kids okay um all right i i will go I on deep. a killing spree <laughs> that they would write ballads about <laughs> really i see yeah. I, okay all right all right what about me um, oh, there's too many things <laughs> oh, uh, 
There is too oh, yeah. many things. Yeah, Let's just uh, put it this way. Too Kev, many. Kev, Kev, be Kev, careful. Kev, why don't you just say what she wouldn't go to jail yeah, for? Um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's something to do with road rage. No, it, it, in the car. Yeah, that is not true. I am not a road rage driver. I'm a fast driver. There's a big difference. You Just because you're scared to drive with me doesn't make me road rage. You I just drive every, fast. You yell at everybody. I yell at you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's not going to put me in jail. Yeah. Because I yell. Yeah. Okay. And I, I would just see you bumping someone ever so slightly. You know, just a little, little, little tap, little tap. And then they spin out of control. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's that's my goal in life is to make someone that's spin rubbing, out of Kev. control. Yeah. That's rubbing racing. Anyway, racing. I already knew. There's too many things. I, I, I'll i admit, I am, I, I, I am a... I'm from New Jersey. Yeah. I'm not going to apologize. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> just how I was, just how I was raised. <laughs> so, Robert, what's what's the one thing uh, Sharon would uh, end up in jail for? <laughs> well, you kind of hit the nail on the head, and I won't I won't say road rage because the term was used, but uh, <laughs> illegal detainment. Um, <laughs> uh, listen, there will be justice on America's highways and byways when this lady's out there. Don't, don't, don't do anything in her presence that is going to get her behind you with the camera phone on, call the Department of Transportation or DPS, um, because if you stop in a parking lot, say, uh, at a Best Buy, she's going to pull up, block you in, and detain you illegally, uh, and on your mouth, she's probably going to put two center masks. So, the combination of those things, whether you follow her commands or not, it's up to you. Um, you know, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, illegal detainment, you know, uh, reckless that. engagement probably is, is Love that. where we're going to go. And we actually have, um, a, uh, escrow account for said activities because we know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Texas, what the average bell is going to cost and, you know, initial arraignment. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we keep a little surplus. It's going to happen. That. Oh my God! I have a vigilante spirit. I can't help it. Yeah, I'm so passionate about that, and I don't know that we're supposed to defend why we would go to jail, but there you go. Uh, and now is it my turn to talk about? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't call him my warrior for nothing. I mean, if anyone did anything to me, physically. Um, emotionally, obviously that's kind of off limits, but it, it's a fine line. Um, I think they should just know it's a death wish. Um, so he protects me. Um, I'm sure in ways I don't even know about. You're not exuding confidence. The fact that I can get away with it. <laughs> but, I'm really good at what I do. Yeah. Robert, Robert can, Robert's the type of guy that can reach out and touch someone from another zip code. Yeah. It, it, on the back of my shirt, it says AT&T. Yeah. 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 That's like, he, he reminds me a little bit of my brother. Like, my brother's like that. Like, doesn't, I don't have, he doesn't ever have to physically be near anyone, but you mess with anyone in our family, my brother, my brother's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, she'll defend everyone, right? Because yeah. it's it's that maternal vigilante. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not, I'm truly, I'm not that way. Um, I, She's earned that respect and that right to take that bullet or give that bullet or give that ass whooping or take that ass whooping. Whatever I'm giving or taking, uh, it probably involves her, right? So she's probably right. But I probably wouldn't get caught at 
that I would get caught for some misdemeanor bullshit, you know. Yeah. Proper <laughs> apparatus when I left the, the 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 scene, but I but I policed my frags, you know. I policed my brass. I put that in my pocket, but I dropped a gum wrapper, you know. Yeah, that that that's it. Uh, somebody said, "Ask Rob uh, about detaining a guy from a hit and run." <laughs> well, um, Amber. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. But it wasn't so long ago in a small town just a little south of here. Did where she really bring that up? Amber, time? Amber. I know who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, needless to say, he didn't get away with it, and uh, he was uh, detained uh, longer than he had anticipated. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, listen, these Good. things happen. She's it right. It makes for a great story, though. It does. Yeah, it, Maybe we'll talk about it next time. Yes. That, We'll, def we'll definitely bring that one up ne next time around. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to sleep on that one. It's, but, in, the, it's in the tube near, um, what do you say? It, it happened too recently for us to talk about. Yeah, the statute yeah. of limitations <laughs> has not quite uh, expired yet. Yeah, so there you go. That, that'll be That's in the great. memoirs. Uh, Jen, what's Kerr going to end up in jail for? Oh, this time. I'd have to say anything <laughs> that time. would be done to the family. You know, he's, he's very faith and family driven he's a positive person. So he's, you know, always looks at the good and, you know, but family's everything and family's first. So I would definitely, I would say that Probably. first and foremost. Probably. See, this is why that, I should not have went first. I yeah. feel like my answer was <laughs> nobody ever went first. No. Yeah. Care? Well, you're answering for Kevin, who's a sweet guy who's going to get arrested for like releasing caged animals. Cause he's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jen's, I, you know, I think you're kind of in that line with Jess without the road rage. I think yeah, that the number of Jersey, reasons why but... you could get arrested are, I'd be here all night. You know, I definitely, you are definitely uh, very protective. So Yeah, yeah there was an just incident not too long fears. ago that I mouthed yeah. off when I shouldn't have. And um, <laughs> it, because it was against our son and I whipped around, I was about to get into a car and. I whipped around and gave it right back, not thinking of the consequences of None. what could have happened. And we could have had an actual real life story on what Jen went to jail for that night. But, yeah, uh... <laughs> that, uh, looking back on that, it wasn't smart on my end. But you know, I was not going to allow what was being said to our son. Oh, that got to be the voice of reason that night. But I think it was that's, I think that's a, a a standard for I think a lot of people. It's just when you mess with people's yep. family or their kids, that's like uh, a, a go to. You that, know, definitely. That's it. So, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna transition back into cigars a little bit, and then there's two projects that I, that I want to talk with. Not yet, care. Um, <laughs> uh, the first one was brought up earlier. Uh, uh, the pick. Uh, Picadillos? Picadillo? I just want to say how much I loved doing that. Yeah. You could not see what number, and I had to take a picture and blow it up so I could. Yeah, we were going back little, and forth with that. Little notes, just saying, just putting that out there. Yeah. But it was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. So, right. so for so for people that that may not remember. Um, uh, that project that uh, launched, uh, God, almost exactly a year ago. So, um, uh, rem yeah. remind people what that what that is. That the finished product? Ooh, what was that? Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, 
I think there was a lot of, I mean, peccadillo is number one in, a, in Spanish. It means small sins, you know, white lies. You well, know? we were just talking uh, about. Yeah, yeah, all those yeah. things we were talking about. Um, but it's also obviously a little play on words for us getting to bring some small ring gauge cigars and new blends that nobody had ever had before. Um, now, when some of the media reported this early last year, they're like, oh, Southern Draw is doing a crowdsourcing. They're going to let you know, all these people smoke it. They're going to do a survey and then they're going to pick a winner and then that's going to be a new blend. Never did I say that. Never did we communicate that in any way. That wasn't the case. Yeah, that wasn't even the press release. Oh, no. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's odd. <laughs> yeah. This these were representative representative blends of tobaccos that we have finished tobaccos. We intentionally created four blends in this case that were meant to be released as Coronas six by forty two. Something that normally you would blend to a Toro and then you'd adjust it up and down for the other most common sizes. In this case, this these were blended specifically for this one size. Now, that being said, yes, there was a QR code. And yes, the numbers just were very small. You know, they were very small because I didn't want people um, having access A to that QR code without oh, taking the package smart. off. They would scan that's it smart. without even buying the product while it was on the shelves. And that was not what it was intended to be. Two, yeah. we didn't really want everybody to be looking at those numbers because now they correlate that to the survey they were doing and start revealing information about the blend while we're having a contest. So mm -hmm. all it was meant to be small. You were meant to have to work hard. Okay. Um, okay. All right. You get a pass for that. You get a pass oh. for that. <laughs> now, that, that being the case, we had over 12,000 responses. Wow. That's... We had almost 100% hit on what we shipped and sold. And we sold them at cost, by the way. So really what the, the that survey was about was us sharing the 10 most important criteria that we personally use in our process for blending and defining and selecting sizes and formats and finishes for our cigars and the overall smoke <coughs> that we're trying to achieve. And for us, it's always, we're trying to emulate the character personality of somebody that we're naming the cigar for. So the reality of it is in November, we actually did a live show with Tim over at Cigars Daily and we selected 12 alternates, a third place, a second place, and a first place from all, 100% of all of the responses that came off this QR code. So those surveys really weren't for us. Why would we care what somebody thinks about a sample blend? It was all about letting people document their own experience for their own future reference. And this is the case. So we selected 12. Uh, we published those a number of times because I saw the question tonight, whatever happened. Uh, the third place prize was a brand new custom made, handmade pair of Lacasey boots from El Paso, Texas, that are Peccadillo Southern Draw branded boots. Uh, and they're $5,000 a pair. These are the best boots in the world, hands down. So Dave Boyton uh, won that, and he's working with our people at the factory and doing that design. They're actually going to carry this design so into cool. the boots. Into wow. the boots. Uh, and it'll be a one, one uh, you know, a, a pair of boots that nobody in the world world will ever have. Um, but great partner, great representation. The second uh, place uh, prize was uh, Nicholas Galarza out of out of uh, Jersey, I believe. Uh, mm. He is going to accompany us, and I'm waiting to coordinate some things with him. But uh, he's going on an all expenses paid vacation 
with Southern Draw family members where we're going to a very exotic fly fishing, cigar smoking, cuisine, culture driven experience to get away from the office, to get away from, you know, our, our rigmarole of life. And in, in this Ooh, case, that sounds a lot like that movie we just watched, The Menu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie, by the way. We're there. I mean, we're not going to hunt hunt people i don't think but uh, <laughs> and the first place prize which the grand prize which was what this was all about um was um a chance to go with us to nicaragua to experience and to learn the entire process from seeds to nursery all the way to the first ash that drops in the ash bay. and i don't mean a tour i don't mean just understanding what it means to uh to to cultivate and to replant and to prime and to cure and to ferment and to sort and to blend and to produce and to age and to package. But the grand prize winner um, actually gets access to all of the information in our process of creating Southern Draw Cigars and all of the tobaccos that were used for these four blends in order to blend their blend choose their size to brand in their brand which with us and cigar rings to box or create a mazo packaging of their choice and we are producing at southern draw fifty thousand cigars which was yeah. 18 minutes no. process and we'll That's take fantastic. that to market and we'll sell it to all through all of our retail value retail partners um, and our goal here is to reward someone that truly wants to understand and participate and appreciate this art to invest in them the way people invested in us. We talked about collaboration earlier. Peccadillo's was all about this. Thank you. Thank you for making sure that we had the right partners to make sure we had the right family. We had the right investment. We had the right access to tobaccos, the right access to the best packaging and the best branding and the best you know, cigar band makers in the world, the cello companies, UPC, the best hotels, the best cooks and chefs, whatever it took for us to become what we are, we wanted somebody else to feel what that was like. So wow. for us, that's about, in, if you look at the process, $250,000 investment. Now, wow. on our side, once those cigars are produced and we take them to market, we go through the same process we do for all of ours. They're along that journey. Um, they're going to also select the charity of their choice and all the profits that we make in that process will go the all profits will go to that charity of their choice. So what we want to do in this couple of year window with this gentleman and his family is we want to um, facilitate and to equip them uh, with all of the resources necessary to be in this industry moving forward and do it very successfully. Everybody helped us avoid the, the stumbling block, blocks, the pitfalls. I mean, I've talked a lot over the last 10 years about certain brands and people that really helped us. Not every, not everybody reached out a hand and wanted to welcome us. A lot of people took offense that we don't belong here and that's fine and to each their own. This means something different to all of us. Uh, but there were a number of people that did it. So Adrian Velasquez, whose uh, family and his uh, heritage and origin is out of Venezuela, uh, has uh, won the grand prize, an incredible man that has incredible, you know, corporate experience, life experience. And I've never seen somebody more in tune and excited and ready to take this journey 
who in fact had been praying for years, spending time with his family going, how do we get into this great industry? How can we pull our resources together so that we learn and get the right relationships so that someday we have a chance to change lives by sharing a simple cigar? And we're excited. It's taken a lot of coordination, supply chain, travel, blah, long story short. He's been very patient with us. But Adrian Velasquez is the winner of Peccadillo's Grand Prize and will be on this journey of a lifetime to create his brand. Wow. Oh, how, yeah. how awesome. Now, now, what about the, now, what about the cigars that were in the pack? Those um, were all just representative samples. I never had a plan for any of those. Oh, okay. Um, but if you remind us, this the wax paper version here were only for friends and family. So um, not only that, bought Rattlesnake Ridge right there, the new cryptic. So this is the new cryptic pattern. I'm trying to show you the beautiful Peccadillo's band. Okay. Oh, how cool is that? Oh, uh, <laughs> so you, you guys do a head count over there. I know you want to share a couple with some of your viewers, plus all you guys, but just shoot me a quick note, Kevin, and tell me. I want to make sure everybody gets to smoke these again. I want to make sure everybody gets a little of the swag that we used for the contest that we kind of held back for kind of follow-up um, because these won't be produced again. These tobaccos oh. now, wow. that's awesome. to use to create his perfect blend for his palate and his mission. And then we'll decide what to do with the rest of the tobaccos after he's had access to them. That, that's amazing. But I, I have to say, doing that, because, like, I Kevin's been doing, like, his, you know, his tasting notes. and I, I've, been know, doing the connoisseur, I've been doing the Connoisseurs right. Club for, and for years. Kind of, yeah. and, and, like, I kind of not that I'm not interested. I just always, like, was like, I don't, I'm never going to be that person who knows that much about to certain tobaccos. Like, maybe at some point I might. But, like, I, you know. I'm not diving in like he did. And that kind of for not forced me, but it it was it you it was so pleasant to sit down and actually like do this, like write notes and like enjoy. And I did, I picked like every morning I sat outside with my coffee and just like delved into these cigars. And I honestly was like, oh, it was like a light bulb moment, like, oh now I see why some of these guys and gals like choose to do like you know, these tasting notes and really delve into it and break it down and see how everything it looks, how the, how it feels, how it smells, how it draws. And I never really put that much stock into it until I did that. So thank you for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and then, uh, and then next up the final up care, uh, you have a, uh, we have, uh, you have a project launching this Wednesday night. Um, care, roll that beautiful bean footage.
you'll be going live this Wednesday night, uh, two nights from now, 7 p.m. Um, uh, uh, the Great Smoke, and uh, scrolling at the bottom is thegreatsmoke.com. You can still get your, your virtual tickets and in-person tickets um, for The Great Smoke 2023. Uh, and with that ticket, you'll be able to a chance to buy... You'll be able to buy um, during the live broadcast two bundles. Bef after that, you're only going to be limited to one. So you got to be watching this Wednesday night at 7 p.m. to get in when Abe says it's live to get two bundles. Robert, what are they getting uh, uh, two bundles of? Can you tell us about this cigar you blended with Abe? You know, it's, it's, it's back to that. There's so many great blends and productions you want to put out. But in this case, um, 10 years ago, blending this particular cigar, when we did the analysis of the cost of goods, the cogs on this particular cigar as a new company in the industry, um, it was extremely too aggressive for us to be able to forecast producing, uh, you know, 50 or 100,000 uh, of this particular cigar to start. So this blend would have been one of the original blends. So without going into phenomenal detail, um, this is a fuller bodied cigar. It is a bolder experience. Uh, but again, um, in this case, we use a very aggressive fermentation and aging. And when I say aging, not just aging the tobacco, but the postural aging on these cigars are absolutely um, what makes the difference. You're talking three to five years on most of our special projects. We know what they are before we ever assign them a home. In this case, the evening stock, San Andreas Maduro wrapper, San Andreas natural binder. If you're a Padron lover, mm -hmm. now think of this natural and Maduro San Andreas. Um, a little bit <laughs> of Broadleaf USA, and I'm not going to tell you whether it's Connecticut or Pennsylvania, uh, but it's probably not Pennsylvania. Um, but, uh, <laughs> This, this is meant to be another pretty aggressive evening stock. And the reference to evening stock is really, uh, it's the first flower that opens as the sun sets. And it's really to say, hey, you just had dinner. You just had a little family time. You've got a little something in your stomach. And if there's ever a time, now is the time to enjoy something a little bolder, uh, a little heavier. And back to Jen's term, because I use this term a lot. I think it's vital to explain the difference. A heavier viscosity, something with some weight, some some smoke with some chew to it. This is the diet food of diet foods, right? This is a double fudge chocolate brownie, uh, <laughs> you know, or a Texas a Texas chocolate sheet cake. It is that, but it's in the form of incredible tobacco. So the night stock, uh, it's a one of a kind. We've produced it never before, uh, released, uh, and we're releasing this in a in a size that we've never released before either that we love which is a short churchill six and a half by 48. oh uh, wow so, uh, i think everybody's going to really enjoy uh this particular release and again they're going to go fast you guys know when abe gets to flapping oh man punching the button over there. <laughs> i mean when he says to me i want 300 bundles i looked at my wife you know mm -hmm. eight months ago when he said this and the scars were made right they're in the aging room and i said to my wife we're going to make 500 bundles. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause it's, cause it's Abe. Yeah. Abe wants to sell 300. His staff got an extra five. We know who they are and we know who supports us the most. So they're going to have a little fun to smoke them too. Right. You can't, you don't want them selling something they don't know about. That's, that's bad juju. 
Uh, and the rest are for us. Yeah. <laughs> now, 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 Abe, now, Abe, Abe did say there there are a total of what seven tobaccos in this cigar. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's quite aggressive. Yeah, uh, it, it is it is and and wow. much like the cedrus in a sense, it's an alphabet soup of tobaccos. Um, but it's not just the tobaccos and the grade of the tobaccos; it's the process that really makes this a very mm. special cigar. But if you know Abe, punched us in the mouth, basically made us give it to him for less than it cost us to make it. But we're <laughs> proud to share it because. He didn't ask us for Connoisseur Club for this year because he's not doing it anymore, right? So uh, yeah. Sharon let me allocate resources to do something special for the Great Smoke 23, and we're honored to do it. It's going to be exciting. And again, you know, um, we're, we hope that everybody gets those tickets and get these bundles while they last. Um, do it with great fervor and uh, excitement because uh, it's the only place you can get it. And this will be the first year that I'm in attendance. Oh, I was just yeah. going to ask you. I was saving that. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, oh, how, 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 yeah, how her, awesome was that? Was, <laughs> was that supposed to be a secret? Yeah. So. No. Yeah. So, so yeah. But, but like. But like Robert said, everything that Abe does on all of these uh, micro blend series, all of these one-offs, they go instantly. I mean, they go so fast. So. Definitely, like I said, the, the scrolling at the bottom of the screen is uh, www.thegreatsmoke.com or just Google Great Smoke 2023. Um, get your tickets. You can you can get your tickets in person or you can buy your virtual tickets. Mm -hmm. um, if you get the virtual tickets, uh, you get the prize pack. It's, it's or, or the, the pack. It's like 30 cigars, hats, swag, everything else. But yeah. that also allows you to access the Great Smoke store. Like I said, this Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Now, the sale doesn't go live at 7 p.m., so Robert and Abe will be going will, will be going live at 7 p.m. Sometime during that show, Abe and Alex are going to announce that the store is open. Once the store is open, you're, you'll have access to buy two bundles. Once the show is over, it's going to kick you back to one bundle. So, you'll, you'll, you know, hopefully they'll have some left Thursday morning, Friday maybe. Probably not because it's Abe. Um, so yeah, <laughs> definitely get in, you know, get your tickets, go into the great smoke store, store your credit card. When he says, you know, live, definitely get score yourself two of these bundles. And, and, and um, I don't want to hear people say, Oh, it was comp. It's a well-oiled machine. Abe has got this down pat. He's like, yeah, so people should not have a problem. As long as you follow directions. That's it. And then here's a, here's a picture of everything. <laughs> That's the problem, Jess. Follow directions. So, so what you'll be getting with your, with your, uh, um, um, in-person or virtual ticket, 32 premium cigars, two bags, ashtray, hat, lighter, um, lanyard, um, all of that. They like say yeah. it's, um, and, and the prices, the price is next to nothing on, on this, uh, um, uh, on your ticket. So like I said, don't worry if you can't come down in person, You'll be able to visit, you know, watch it virtually. So uh, definitely get your get your pack and then get your, uh, you know, get your Southern Draw cigars. And then they have two more. You know, they've got uh, Rafael Nadal <laughs> from Altidus and um, um, who's the other guy? Um, Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Yeah. So so you'll have a chance to get these blends that are they're not going to be released to the public. You know, you'll you'll have cigar Southern Draw Amazing. cigars that nobody else has. Sounds delicious. 
Yeah, anything that's a fuller body blend for me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate. That. Oh, exactly. <laughs> that I'm all about that. I'm a, a moonshine drinker. Kevin is yeah. a rum and coke drinker. Yeah. So yeah, that's you know. <laughs> so, so that's kind of like, like where our styles are. That's it. <laughs> the stronger, the better for me. The more mild for that, you. That's it. So all right. Um, I cannot believe it's been over two hours. Yeah. It is just that this show has flown by. Does anybody have any questions? For uh, Robert or Sharon, before we I actually uh, would like to Kevin. I'd yeah, like yeah. To, um, being a new cigar smoker, but obviously being in the industry with Kara and the company and you guys um, over the years, I have to say, being behind the scenes, I've been a little soured on what I've seen because you have expectations and things, and I, it really meeting you guys tonight, talking to you, hearing your perspectives and thoughts and views on life and family and uh, just faith really has excited me on moving forward and, you know, renewed what I've always felt about cigars and just people and very excited. And, you know, hopefully one day to sit in person and have a cup of coffee and, smoke and eat and would love to cook for you and just really it uh it's been a fantastic night very excited and thank you yeah we, we are so grateful to be here it was so nice to meet you all for me personally um and i know for robert too um the one thing i will tell you about what i've learned in a nutshell in closing the cigar industry is is small in the scope of things, it's a small industry and it's a family. And to me, going into a cigar lounge, with, whether it be a cigar lounge or your back porch with your husband or your whoever you choose to be with, or even by yourself, it's a ministry and it makes you take the time to slow down. You know, it makes you slow down and, and appreciate life and, and ponder those things. And uh, so I think there's a lot of value in what you're saying is that, you know, it's, it's way more than a cigar. It's way more than a cigar. And I'm mm -hmm. so glad you're realizing that from the beginning because, you know, this has been so much fun. You guys are awesome. Thank, oh, you, th thank you very thank much. You. And uh, and we will, uh, Jess, and I, Jess and I will definitely see you guys in March cool. down at the Great Smoke. Yeah. I look forward to that. Yes. Very all, right. Nice. all right. You have a great evening and thank you once again. Take care. Well, all right. Thank you all. Enjoyed it. Thank you, everybody, that watched. You're welcome. So much. Talk soon. Bye. Talk soon. Um, yeah, what a great what? God. Uh, we could, I just, uh, oh, to be honest, we, I, we, we could have sat and we, talked to them. And, and there's yeah. probably at least, there's several questions we didn't get to that no. we probably could have added another 45 minutes, an hour yeah. on the show. Amazing, amazing show. Well, um, maybe if we didn't have a debacle and wasted like what 10 extra minutes in the beginning, it was like a show. minute and a half. Calm down. <laughs> just, um, so I, right. I can't criticize, I hit the wrong button, I hit the wrong, yeah, that's so. like 15 seconds right there. So, Ooh, uh, so next week, questions. next week, we, we have a guest on next week. Care, you know, the guest, I don't, uh, Chris from Carolina Blue. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah, now, I, I, uh, uh, Carolina. Did Blue. we? Did we not meet them at Ebor? Not uh, last, Not this past year. But two years year. ago. Yeah. Two yeah years so they, they were down there. Yeah. So oh, now, uh, them. yeah, Carolina. Are they? Are they close to you, Care? Are they South Carolina Blue? North, North Carolina Blue. North Charlotte area. Yeah. yeah he's, okay. He's, he's, he's a great guy. Um, yeah, I had I had interviewed him them. years ago. Um, so I'm looking forward to uh, to that show as well. Uh -huh. So cool. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a good show. I don't Thank I don't you. know anything. I don't know anything about Chris. So it's gonna be uh gonna be awesome. 
Um, make sure you're following all of uh, uh, Robert and Sharon Holt. Their social medias are in the video description, along with all of our sponsors. Uh, same with uh, Cigar Prop producer Jessica Care Viajante. Uh, I got to add uh, uh, Stogie Road Gin uh, yes. to, to that list. Yes. I'll have to go back in there and edit that and add Stogie Road Gin for her Stogie social media. Posting some great pics. Posting some great pics. Uh, even though I'm sick to my stomach because I don't like people watching me, tune in tomorrow night to Shirtless Mike Show. Um, he's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, he's on uh, yeah. YouTube, Facebook. Yeah. So definitely yeah. check check out. Um, it's then you a, can come watch me tomorrow watch night. Jessica tomorrow night. If you didn't get Sounds enough Jessica so tonight, bizarre. so uh, um, yeah, definitely. Tune Are you in wearing the same outfit that's in the picture, the promo picture? Yeah. No, no, no. Well, maybe I should, right? <laughs> yeah. Pick your outfit out. That's it. So, uh, and I think his show is at seven. I have all the information. Okay, so I think yeah, it's seven p.m. So, uh, so yeah. So. I'm on um, top of it, Evan. All right on. So, uh, okay. So once again, um, thank you to our uh, to our wonderful partners for making the show happen each and every week. J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amandola Cigars. We are the muscle. Uh, Veritas Cigars, Illusione Cigars. Uh, deep in flavor, deep in your mind. K by Karen Burger Cigars. Make sure you click that link in the bio and get your uh, K by Karen Burger uh, Florida Cigar Passport. And of course, Drew Estate and Experience Acid Care. Jen, any final uh, parting words for our uh, viewers and listeners tonight? God, you've been on a roll. I I don't know. You can't be you put, put me on the spot. Like spot. Like it's not on the show notes, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, Jen. Yes, your final your final thoughts are: Have Jen a great final night. Thought? Yeah. Yeah. Catch us on Stogie Road. Uh, Cigars and broadleaf bullies. Your final thoughts is she's going to read your uh, signature. Yeah, exactly. Bottom of it. That's it. Uh, Care. I, I always say, man, life is short. Um, I think tonight's interview is fantastic. It was so wonderful. Great to see, you know, family, friends, and and faith, and uh, just uh, enjoy a cigar. Take your time. Grab a buddy and enjoy a cigar. And don't talk too much while smoking it. That's right. Yeah. Be quiet. All right. Hit the we'll, outro button. Yeah, we'll see everybody next week. See it.